Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this drum? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this drum? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this don't go, this don't go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Never, Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Yeah, Moving in our own lane, no parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. Your health. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a help. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? We thank you for taking the time to tune into the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, a.k.a. Sleep, where sports life and entertainment collide. Presented by the Away Team and coming to you from the top shelf, this is episode 101. My name is Michael Roberts, a.k.a. Mike on the mic. And if it ain't all good, make it that way. We've got my co-host, Mr. Taylor Suber, on deck. Yo, what's up with you? What's going on? Taylor, what's going on? How you feeling? Man, I'm always good, man. Can't knock and point. Had a busy weekend? Uh, uh no, not really. It's, 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 it's been kind of light, man. Okay. It's been light, man. Keeping Look, it low. Keeping it low. Keeping it light. Watch out for the traffic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> going down. Watch out for the falling bridges and the traffic. If it's you live in Northeast and you use 95 to get to where you're going, you're going to have to switch it up. <laughs> Yeah, man, watch out for the trash. That's all I got to say. All around your, your, little, your little side spots you used to go through, that's mm-hmm. going to be packed right mm-hmm. now. So. No doubt. We've got producer extraordinaire E-Dub handling the boards. What up, what up, what up? Oh, what up? E, what's up with you? Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Working. I'm back. We're recording. Happy to see my boys. You know, looking at a little bit of NBA. Uh, I think it's sewed up, but uh, you know I'm chilling, man. How y'all doing, man? It's good to see y'all. It's good to see y'all, man. It's good, good to be to seen. See yeah, man. Everybody good. It's, it's all love. Good to see a good face. Everybody's in the building. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter and IG, or subscribe to the YouTube page at Sleep Is For You. That's S L E E P I S. The number four Y O U. Listen to new or old episodes with Apple Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Samsung Podcast, or Player FM. Like episodes, show love, show hate. We here for it all. Leave your comments in the comment section. Tell a friend to tell two friends about us. If you haven't already done so, check out sleepersforyou.com, the hub for all things sleep-related. And you can access the YouTube page there as well. We've got three top fives for y'all this week. Have you seen, have you heard? The common sense space and all that good sports talking coverage that makes this the top shelf and keeps the good people tuning in. So on that note, it is 5.50 p.m. So let's spin. We're going to start off this weekend's episode uh, in honor of the finals, since this is the first episode that we're doing during the finals, uh, kind of saluting the two teams that are competing the Heat and the Nuggets. And this is why we're giving you three top fives this week because we're going to start off this episode by listing off our top five underrated or unsung or obscure Nuggets players. Yeah. And our top five 
uh, Heat players. Yeah, but we're not doing Hall of Famers or nothing yep. like that. So you know, you can y'all y'all can always stop with the Dwayne Wade's and yeah, Alonzo Mornings. And, and, and we, we even taking Dikembe off because he's a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're not doing those guys. We know those guys are, are nice. But we're talking about the other because these franchises have been around for a long time now, Miami's actually a pretty successful franchise only being around about 35 years being to the say, finals and they're, they're pretty young franchise 9, 10 or this, there may be 10 finals you know what I mean and, and, and in between those finals six has been the one you know what I mean but ever since the, the Miami came in the, and I think in the late 80s I think it was the 88 they've been to about 9 finals you know what I mean so they're a pretty successful franchise right there with Pat Riley being in the last, I want to say, 20 some odd years. I, I remember when yes, Spolstrom was a young man, a yeah. young, young coach. A young coach, yeah. Now he looks like a, just an old, stubborn man. Like, you know what I mean? But he's a good coach. And Taylor, Taylor who, who was Miami's last coach before Eric Spolstrom? Wasn't it um, um, Van Gundy? Stan no, Van Gundy. Bum Van Gundy? Yeah, Stan Bum, Van Gundy. Yeah, Bum Gundy. I Whatever thought Pat Riley was the coach for a while. Oh, you know what? I think it was Pat Riley. Pat, Pat was the coach, but then they brought in Van Gundy. And then, and Van, then Gundy, they Van Gundy with Spolstrom. I thought the other way around. I thought Van Gundy came in, then Pat Riley came in, and then Spolster came. Well, I might have to Google this. Yeah, yeah we, that, we, that's we, how I thought we, how it we, went. We're going to look, going to look that up. But I'll look it ta- up. Talking about storied franchises and franchises that have been around for a long time, mm-hmm. the Denver Nuggets have been around for a long time, and this is their first trip to an NBA Finals. Yep. An original ABA team from the. I think they started back in the '60s, something like that. And when they merged, they were one of the teams that um, that made it in. But they were always like, well, they were always just not good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like we always remember them being in the in the lottery and stuff like that. We're not, and like I said, no Carmelo Anthony. They they got the third pick in that. So they were always in the oh, top yeah, of Car- the. Carmelo's not in the Hall of Fame yet, but no. when he goes, he'll, he'll when, be when there. he's eligible, he'll, he's going in. He'll be there, yeah. Like guys like that, we're not. He'll he'll he the way his numbers are. I think he's a sixth or seventh all time scorer. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be. He's definitely gonna be in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? So uh, no matter what you say about him, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. So we're leaving those guys. We're talking about the other guy that helped them out. That that was that was either on the bench or maybe yeah. they got traded there and, and as a part of a trade or maybe you're like a, a low second round draft pick or outside a lottery and end up staying on the team for a couple years. Not somebody just had a cup of coffee, but somebody was there for a couple seasons. Exactly. All the guys that are on both of my list have been in both with both of these teams for at least three seasons. Yeah, a couple seasons. Yeah, you know I mean, you, you were like, dang, they, that's that's someone he, he played for them. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and, and we might throw out some names that you forgot went there. Yeah, man. Or played there. Yeah, but we're gonna do a uh, we'll do a, a one off or something. Yeah. So so. We're going to go back and forth with this one. Rapid fire. So I'm going to go my five. Then Taylor's going to go his five and then four and, and so on and so forth. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, yeah, we're, we're right. Uh, when Pat Riley left, that's when. Um, that's when Van Gundy got it, Van, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Um, no, Pat Riley left and then. Um, oh, and then Spolster took over. Okay, okay. So remember, Pat Riley coasted in the 90s, stopped, and I think Van Gundy came in. And then I think in the middle of that, uh, that series with. um. With uh, with the Shaq and D Wade, he just Pat took, Riley over. took over. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, oh, that's right, that's just right. Brody and the Pat team. Riley got that ring. That's right. <laughs> Brody the team. Stan Van Gundy did not get a ring. Got kicked out. Coached for about three or four more years and left in two thousand eight. And that's when um Stan, I mean not Stan, when um that's when he passed Spolster on Spolster. came in. Yeah. In like two thousand eight, and then Spolster got his rep up when um LeBron and all them came. Yep, in. yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. All right. So at number five on my top five Heat players list. Because I'll start with the Heat and then we'll follow up with the Nuggets. Solid gold. But I have uh, Brian Grant. <laughs> he formerly played for the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he got traded and he spent some time with the Heat. And he was a, a, a four guy, power forward. Uh, he played mostly down low, uh, but he was an energy guy. He got a lot of rebounds. He had a pretty good mid-range jumper. He was uh, pretty solid from the free throw line. And, uh, you know, he was a good contributor to uh, some, some pretty good teams they had going down there. Uh, but he was a guy that always kind of stood out to me, and I, I liked his game and what he brought to the table for them. I'm not going to lie. I know Brian Grant. I do not remember him playing for the Heat, and I got a pretty good memory. <laughs> I yep. do not remember him playing for the Heat, but this must be he, on the back end of his career. He, he was part of a big deal uh, from Portland. But Jermaine, was it Jermaine on it? No, it couldn't be it, it was him and a couple of the guys got traded to the Heat for a couple of guys. Okay. I forget exactly what the, the makeup of the trade was, but I remember – uh, yeah. Vaguely, how it went. I mean, he had the dreads. Yeah, he had the dreads, <laughs> and then when he got to the Heat, that's when he started wearing the red in his dreads. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because yeah. when he was with Portland, he just had the regular joints. Yeah, that, that's another guy. We might do that. Uh, we might do top five guys that if they play, and th- they would never be able to play in this eight day and age. And he would have never been able to play. <laughs> yeah, the, the way his game was was made up for like that nineties type of game. <laughs> right and now, at that, at that point in time where he was playing, it was like that transition yeah. period between the nineties and. You know what the game is, has turned into now. Yeah, yeah, he he would have never made it because he had no jump shot. He had no. Uh, he, just, he, he had an all right mid range, but mid range, but, but, yeah. but he wasn't going behind the arc. Yeah, but you can't right he, now. He, he, they he, need, was, he wasn't a stretch four by any means. Yeah, like anything right now when they go to those drag combine, can you stretch four? And if you can't, then you're just gonna be a center, and then we may play you 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to survive nowadays. And nah, he wasn't really like a. It, it, he was fast when he first came in, but as he started gaining all that muscle and stuff, that the fast was going. And he was undersized. He was maybe like six nine, six yeah, ten, six eight so or something like that. You're yeah. not gonna put him in center in yeah. this game anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, my number five guy is uh, remember Norris Cole. I remember Norris Cole, point guard, <laughs> played with Bron in them. I like Norris Cole's game a lot with with, with the high top fade with the box. Yo, man, I just remember him like they were always just hyping him up. Norris Cole, Norris Cole. He was like a little small guard. I forget what school he went to, but. I just remember just Norris Cole from back in the day, man. I just remember him always, like, being on the bench. And next thing you know, he would play, he would score, like, 17 points. That's that what Norris Cole Norris was. Cole got busy. He had a nice little step-up jumper, a little mid-range. He used to hit him from behind the arc. Uh, he, he was solid handling the ball and yeah. distributing, getting assists. Um, but he he contributed well to them teams, you know, along with, with guys like Mario Chalmers um, and, and other guards they had on them LeBron team. I don't know what happened to him, but I just remember that was the first person I thought of was Norris Cole back in the day with the box. Yeah, man. The box phase. Well, that's my number five. Okay, bet, bet. So, number four, I'm going to go to a guy who was a little bit more of a stretch four, uh, and that's Rasul Butler. For the longest time, I thought him and Karan were related, but I found out they weren't. But, uh, yeah, Rasul Butler, he was there for about three or four seasons. Yeah. And uh, and he did his thing during this point in time when, when he was there. Unfortunately, uh, the team wasn't going to finals at that point in time, but I think they were – uh, pretty competitive. I think they were making playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but but he was a, a good uh, uh, contributing guy to the team. He grabbed rebounds. Like I said, he, he played that that three four position, small forward, power forward. LaSalle. Uh, he, he was a two way guy. Exactly. He's a local guy. Went to LaSalle. Three point shooter. Three point shooter. Defensive guy. Yeah. Uh, he he was a long player. Uh, pause just as far as like his reach. Yeah. And um, yeah, Ra- Russell Butler did his thing in, in the black, red, and white. So I- I'm going to salute to him at number four. A- anything else about Russell Butler? Uh, didn't he didn't he pass? R.I.P. to Russell Butler. Flipped over a portion L.A. with some chick. Yeah. Maybe like four or five years ago, man. I think maybe a year or two after he retired, man. Uh huh. 
So yeah, definitely RIP to that man. RIP to Rasul Bullet, a Philly, a Philly, uh, a Philly, uh, native. A, a, a native. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, yeah, man. That's, that's a shame. He, he's from the crib, man. Yeah, man. So RIP to Rasul Russell Butler, man. Yeah. Um, my number four. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if this guy could play right now, but I just had to say my man's name, Ronnie Cycli. <laughs> I remember him, and I saw his name in my research <laughs> I was doing. <laughs> Ronnie Cycli. Ronnie Cycli. With the hair, man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. With, 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 with the Jerry Curl juice? Yeah, I don't know. It just, just it, Back in the day, there was always like a white guy. He was like almost seven foot, and he was just trad. But you know that he was seven foot, so you know he could do something. Maybe he go out there and grab seven rebounds. But yep. I remember Ronnie Cycli. Maybe he I don't remember him playing some shots. Yeah, I don't remember him playing for two on the other team, but I just remember him playing for Miami. Man. So, uh Ronnie Cycli, he he made, he made my list, man. I'm was sorry, was man. was he in LA with the Lakers for a little bit? He may have been. I, I, let me get up his his career, but I, I just, I just I, that, when I when I did this list, I just I just started thinking about like just obscure uh, obscure names, obscure names <laughs> from back in the day. And Ronnie Cycli, Ronnie Cycli just came up, man. I'm sorry, man. All like, right. I just thought I, that's that's just who I thought of. So Ronnie Cycli, that's my number four. Man. Was he good? I don't know, but. I just like to say like weird names like that to just name people like Ronnie Sykes. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Four. Well, at number three on my list, uh, I have a white boy Wonder who played for the Heat for a couple of seasons. He he was a role guy. He was a three and D guy, and he he did his thing and contributed to a couple of uh, well, at least one championship team. But that's Mike Miller. Oh yeah, Mike Miller. Yeah. He's kind of like a journeyman guy. He played in Orlando for a while. For, he, uh, he, was it Memphis or was it was it, or was he, it Vancouver? He played for Memphis for a while, and uh, he just developed this game to where he, you know, was uh, that shooter uh, who could also, you know, do what he needed to do in the defensive end, and uh, and 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 he he played well for uh, at least one championship team. Yeah, I remember when he played. I actually remember when he played at Florida. He was a young boy. Mm-hmm. I was in high school and I was watching probably tournaments. I remember him when he played for Florida. Hell yeah! So, so salute to Mike Miller, man. He used to do his thing in, in, uh, for, for the Heat down on South Beach. Yeah. He won a championship with the uh, 05 team or with the, or one of the LeBron teams? I think he was with one of the LeBron teams, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, man. Mike, Mike Miller was nice, though, back in the day. And then I'm he pretty sure he, he ended up getting phased out by Shane Battier. Probably. Because <laughs> they, they did the same things. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And Shane Battier was a couple years younger, so they brought him in. Uh, I think after Mike Miller got a little older, a little longer in the tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's uh, that was your number three? Number three. All right, my number three. Uh, this guy actually played for the Sixers. He was supposed to come here and do all kinds of things. He just he just burnt out. Darrell Wright. Okay, I remember Darrell Wright. I remember the name, and he definitely came here to the Sixers for a couple of seasons. And uh, we expected things from him, and he just was not what we expected. So I think he was one of the last of the Mohicans. He was one of the last people to get drafted fresh out of high school. Um, I think that was in the 2004 uh, draft. So he sat on the bench for a while, started to play. He was okay, and then his game started to get good after uh, his maybe his last season with Miami. Because he was there for, like I say, drafted him in, I think, over 21 overall in that 04 draft. Yeah, yeah. And then he ended up coming to the Sixers, but um, – he just it just didn't work out. He just wasn't that good. Like him, uh-huh. it, it was him and Swaggy P, and yep. that team was terrible. And that I was remember a, that. That was, that was a team where it was supposed to be with Andrew uh, uh, Bynum. I'm say somebody else. Andrew Bynum was on the team, but yep. he never played. But he so, never materialized. Yeah, but that was, was supposed to be the team. Supposed to be Andrew Bynum, uh, Swaggy P. Well, he was Nick Young at the time before he became Swaggy P. Darrell Wright, and uh, I think. 
maybe Thaddeus Young was maybe on the team. Like, they tried to p- produce a team, and as soon as you saw that team without uh, buying them, you was like, yeah, this team is trash. And that's when the, the process started. So anytime I think of, like, uh, a Miami person, I think of, like, Darrell, Darrell Ray. He was supposed okay. to be some, some high school guy. Because everybody thought, oh, Kobe was, like, right outside the draft, right outside the first round. Or, oh, no, he was in the first round, but a little bit a lower of a lottery pick. So they thought we can maybe get a, a, a high school player, like, 18 or 19, and maybe develop him. And yep. like, no, there's, there's only one Kobe. <laughs> and yeah. Darrell Wright did his thing, like you said, for the seasons he was in Miami. But yeah, but after when he, he got left there, when he it, got it, here, it, was down, it, just, down it just was nothing. He was still like young. He was like maybe twenty to twenty nine years old. So you think, are right, we gonna get the best of him? And just never materialized. He just went on the all around the NBA. His brother still plays in the um in the in the um in the NBA. He plays for I think uh, Minnesota, not Minnesota, uh, Washington. Last time I checked. Okay. Uh, I think his name. What's his name? Dwayne. Uh, no, it's not. That's Dwayne. I forget his name. Yeah, it's right. His last name is right. That's okay. his little brother. He, play, he used to play for Toronto back in the day. All right, solid, solid. So at number two on my list, I have a guy who played in L.A. for a while, and then he found his way to Miami. Uh, I liked his game a lot. He's another local guy. He, Temple Zone, Mr. Eddie Jones. Mm. I used to love Eddie Jones' Eddie game. Eddie Jones. And he was doing his thing in L.A. before Kobe got there. And then yeah. a couple seasons after Kobe got there, they, they shipped him out, sent him down to South Beach, and, and yep. he took his talents down there and started doing his thing. He was there for, I believe, four or five seasons. There for a while, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think he was there just before they got the ring with uh with, with Shaq and with Shaq and them? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he was on that team. I'm I don't think sure. he was on that team. I think he left maybe a season two before that. Eddie Jones was nice though back in the day. I liked him when he played for the Lakers and you know, but he him and Kobe was always cool because he kinda gave Kobe like, yo, I've been in the league for a couple of years. I'm like, yeah. I'm from Philly. I mean he didn't hate on him. He was um, you know, because remember Eddie Jones started when Kobe was coming off the bench. Yep, yep, yep. When Kobe started being that boy, they had to they had to they had to trade it. Yeah, they they, Eddie had Jones, to, they they had to make way. Yeah, Eddie Jones had a good career though, yeah. But I remember them, him down in Miami. Yes, sir. He was pretty good, yeah. Number like six, Eddie Jones. Before um, LeBron. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Number two? We're on the number two right now? Yep. I got to put some respect on Vashawn Leonard. Ooh. <laughs> if Vashawn Leonard played right now, he'd probably be MVP. <laughs> Vashawn Leonard could definitely play in today's game. Vashawn Leonard was nice, but I remember towards the end of his career, he wasn't really getting no burn, but I remember he materialized in in Miami, he was a really, you know, like a two guard and stuff like that. Played with, I think he played with Tim Hardaway and all those guys like that. But uh, he was a good player, man. I thought he was good, and then he got shipped to uh, to Denver. You know what I mean? Yep. But um, yeah, Vashawn Leonard, I used to like him back in the day when we were playing video games and stuff like that. He would be the guy that, oh, let me get him, a, let me get him in the corner so I can jack up that three. You know what yep, I mean? yep. So Vashawn Leonard was one of those guys. If he played now, he would be like a, a, a three point assassin right now because he would just mm-hmm. be able to go out there and jack up six, seven, eight threes mm-hmm. and probably get thirteen eight, or eighteen points in, in one night. You know what I mean? I mean, in 25 minutes. But back in them days, you take four threes and that's it. You take five, you're going to get on the bench for the next week. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you're making four and five. Yeah, if you make five, you shoot five, you better make one of them. You know what I mean? If you go over five, you're not playing. You took a bad shot, you're going to sit right there on the, on the end of the bench. You know, the coach don't even want to see you. Yeah, so that, that's my number two for Sean Leonard. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And we're going to finish it up with my number one. Uh, his namesake is actually playing in the league right now. Uh, but he had a, a pretty nice career uh, during the time he was in the league. He, he started his career in Golden State with the Warriors, and he had one of the most killer crossovers before AI, and that's Tim Hardaway. Mm. Number 10, he was the reason why number 10 was one of my favorite numbers for a long period of time in my life, or well, part of the reason. 
Uh, but but Tim Hardaway did his thing, man. He he, he could shoot from down uh, downtown. Uh, he had mid range game. Like I said, he had that crossover and could take you to the basket and finish. Uh, he was kind of an undersized guard. I feel like he was maybe like five ten, five eleven. Who Tim Hardaway? Yeah, I think he's a little taller. I think he's like six foot. But uh, point guards back then was maybe you know between six foot and six three, and then you got had guys like six four that was like uh, Jason Kidd and Gary Payton and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, but re- regardless of the fact, Tim Hardaway uh, was a, a good player with the Heat, uh, with those teams with Alonzo Mourning that Pat Riley did coach. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to salute him as the number one guy on my list. Yeah, six foot, what they say on uh, Wikipedia. So. Okay. But okay. he was he was really, really good. I think he – well, you know what happened with him? He was one of the first ones to get quote-unquote canceled because he, he said something about gay people or something like that back mm. in the day. I don't, I, I don't know if he dropped the F word, but I think that's kind of mm. why he's not in the – I would have to do research on that story, but – Tim Hardaway used the racial slur back when, you know what I mean, when you could, but he kind of, I don't, I don't know if he called either a ref or so a, a somebody, he called somebody that, and it kind of messed up his career and stuff like that. Yeah, so, uh-huh. yeah, so that, that's, what happened, that's what happened to Tim Hardaway. But it's kind of like you remember him playing, but you kind of don't remember the end of his career. I yeah. don't. Yeah, like uh, that's what happened. He had said something about somebody using a, a gay slang and, and you know, you know, back and, back in those days, they, they, they would do it too. Yeah, they real, real, real quietly, yeah, yeah quietly. Yeah, I mean, nowadays they 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 bring the pitchforks out, but now oh, yeah, yeah, back, yeah. back in the day, they just like it's just gonna put them off to the side, now, push them, push them, push them, push them. The pitchforks and yeah. TV torches. Yeah, exactly. You'd be on Good Morning America as, as some <laughs> as some bad person or <laughs> Try, something. Trying to like plead that. the fifth. Yeah, and they want you to apologize. Back in the day, they they wouldn't want you, but they would just push you to the side and just just get you up, push you up off the cliff, and that would be it. Who's my number one guy? My number one guy. Uh, from the Miami Heat is, uh, well, I mean, this guy, maybe, what, 10, 12 years ago, they signed this guy to a big contract. Remember when he got drafted, he disappeared, came back, played well, they gave him a big contract, and it was the worst mis- dis- mis- decision that the Heat ever made, and that's Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> I think he just retired maybe last year or two years ago. He, he, he managed to have a career for over 10, 12 years. I know he was in Utah for a couple of seasons. Yeah, I, think, I don't know I what happened last year now. may have been his last his, his last year, but Miami signed him to like a five year, maybe like a ninety million dollars. This is back when like, and at that time, the the season was it was starting with the shooting and stuff like that. Like oh, Steph Curry and all of them was out there, and and Lillard and, and and all those guys were in the NBA, and James Harden, and they signed him to a big contract, and that was, and then maybe. 30, 40 games after they said, yeah, we think we, we did a bad job signing this contract. So Yeah, you know what happened with Hassan Whiteside is he tried to go at Joel Embiid. Yeah. And he wasn't that good. And Joel Embiid started exposing Stomp, him. He stomped on him. Yeah. And, uh, and after that, it was a wrap. Yeah, currently, uh, Hassan Whiteside plays uh, in, in a Puerto Rican league. Yeah, he's probably like 33 or 34 years old. For the Paratas de Quebradal. But I remember he got drafted by Memphis, played there maybe one season. They just cut him. They like, listen, we only want you. He went overseas the first time, and he came back when he was like 24, 25, and had that's, a good season. A and then they signed to a big contract, and all of a sudden he just, after as soon as after he signed the contract, they regretted it because <laughs> he was kind of slow. Like, he's one of them guys that had that one good season that a lot of NBA players have, and all of a sudden they throw a bunch of money at him, which is probably what they're going to do with some of these players right now on the team, right? They're going to throw a bunch of money either Caleb Martin or Strauss or something like that, and then we'll see what happens after that. But 
That's what happened to Hassan Reddick. He was one well, of the first. Uh, I'm glad you didn't include my man Gabe Benson in that. Gabe Benson is worth that break. Yeah, Gabe Williams is actually pretty good. I, I think Strauss and uh, what's his name, they're just having a moment. Strauss and, uh, and, 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 and Caleb Martin. Martin. Yeah, yeah, I think Gabe Benson can actually develop into something. You know? but, yeah, but that's my number one guy. Hassan, I just remember that maybe 10, 12, maybe about a decade ago. He was like that guy <laughs> that he, everybody. He, he, he had a little spark for a minute. Yeah, he had a spark. Yeah, came back. It was a good story. Came back from, I think he played in Israel or something like that. I don't know where it was. Came back and started playing well, and, you know, it didn't work out. Yes, sir. And yes, to me, me and Mikey for not, neither one of us having a, a whatever his name is on the, on the team, uh, uh, Adonis Haslam. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but Adonis Haslam has been in the for like 21, 22 seasons every year with the Heat. Ah. He did get a ring with those first, with that first yeah. Uh, yeah, Shaq and Wade team. Yeah. And then he, he got rings. He played. Yeah. I think he started. He, he, he was started. an integral part to that team. Yeah, he, he started and then, on And then team. he got rings with uh, with, with Wade and, and uh, LeBron and them. Yeah, he was playing the center and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When um, another guy almost made my list, Joel Anthony was trash. You know, he mm. was and then play, play center, and then they would play off Bosch. Yeah, I remember uh, he played good minutes, and maybe the last five years he's just been – uh, Rob, well, not robbing him, but they they said that he took a pay cut when Brian came. Yeah. So the reason why they got him on the team that they want they don't want to give him like a coach salary. They want to give him like an actual salary of a player since he sacrificed his money because he was owed like a big contract. But they had to use the money to to bring in LeBron and all the other guys. So he took like millions, you know, of a discount on himself. And they said we'll take care of you for the rest of your career. So. And that's that's fine. That, that's actually pretty I, solid for uh, guys like Pat Rod and all those guys down. I'll never be upset for the veteran yeah. uh, who who stays on the team yeah. and, and, and sticks it out and, and stays on the bench and mentors the young guys yeah. because at the end of the day they need that. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not to like basketball stuff, telling you you know exos and how to do stuff on the court. Even if it's just mentoring you with these young guys, these rookies, these first year, second year guys that come into the league, teaching them how to be professionals and teaching them how to carry themselves in the league. Because if you if you talk to a lot of these older guys that played in the league, like Charles Barkley's and and Gary Payton's and, and, and these guys like that, they had that veteran on the team that ultimately ended up contributing to them being great because they had somebody to show them, listen, this is how you do this, this is how you do that, this is how you carry yourself, this is how you dress, this is how you, you know, handle your books. You don't need eight cars, you don't need three houses, you know, you know, bop, 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 because you're only going to listen to your, your money manager so much, but that older guy on the team who put, put it in for, you know, eight, ten seasons and stuff like that, you're going to listen to him a little bit more. All right, so we're going to slide it over to the opposing Denver Nuggets, take it out west to the Mile High City, and list our top five from the Denver Nuggets. So number five on my list, I have a guy who played for the Lakers, and he uh, immediately took his his talents to the uh, Nuggets, uh, but he did his thing all along the way, and that's Nick Van Exel. Mm, Nick the Quick. Yeah. Left-handed assassin. Nick Van Exel used to do his thing. Yeah. Mid-range, from behind the arc, dropping dimes. Uh, he, 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 was, he was a very multifaceted player, and, uh, and I like what he brought to the game. Uh, my number five is uh, Aaron Afalo. Ooh, he was there. <laughs> he was there. A UCLA guy. <laughs> he played on his Carmelo team, so he yep. was a two-guard, and he, uh, Melo played the three. But yep. I remember uh, Aaron Afalo being like a glue guy. He was never going to be the best player on the team. But nah. he would shoot, like right now, if you play right now, he'd be a three-point assassin right now. He, know, so. he, he was kind of like the equivalent to like a C.J. McCollum yeah. or like a, 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 what's my name, Brad Bill. 
you know, a guy along those lines. Like, can stretch the floor with the threes, yeah. but was, can also was, shoot He wasn't as good as those guys. He go was to like the basket. A, little, a, little bit, a little bit under them, but I just liked him because he, he snitched out over a 10, 12-year career. You know? mm-hmm. When he played for, I think he played for Denver, Detroit first, and I think he came over in the, uh, what's the name deal with Chauncey Phillips. You know what I mean? so, Chauncey Phillips can't make the list, but he's a Hall of Famer, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aaron Follow, another guy that, you know, no no one ever named these people. Aaron nah. Follow is my number five. No doubt, no doubt. Salute to Aaron Flalo. He, he had, like you said, he carved out a nice yeah. little niche and career uh, in the NBA for a while. So he was know, breaking I, up the I fight when they was fighting at the Garden. Him and him and <laughs> when Melo, I think it was J.R. Smith, they was fighting up in the crowd. He was breaking it up. He was. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Follow's a good dude. All right. Well, at number four, I'm gonna take it international to my Nuggets player, and that's gonna be uh, the big man, Nene. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, his name was Hilario. And then he, he dropped that and just went with, with one name. But the, the whole time he was in Denver, he was doing his thing. He had to dress down on the block. He was grabbing boards and uh, and, and, and and just being physical down there. And that's that's what they needed at that point in time. And, uh, that didn't turn into championship ranks for them <laughs> while he was there. Uh, but he, he definitely made his presence felt. And, uh, and did what he needed to do to solidify his spot on the team. Fresh out of uh, Brazil. the time he was there, exactly. Brazilian-born guy. And uh, he came over here and, and held it down on the court for, uh, he sliced out a nice little career. Mm. Not only with Denver, but he also played in, uh, in Houston with the Rockets for a while, I remember that. And I think he might have ended his career in Washington with the Wizards. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's that's my number four guy, uh, Nene. Well, you go Nene. I'm gonna raise you with Kenneth Farid. Ooh, Manimal. <laughs> they're both the same. They're both the same player. Exactly, exactly. And I think I think Nene was after Farid. Yeah. And Farid more played the four. Uh, oh no, I think Farid was after. Yeah, Nene was first, and then they traded um, Nene, and then Farid was kind of like okay, his understudy. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then um, because I think Farid, if I'm not mistaken, he was the last person on that one of the last people on that team when um Miami beat. Because Miami hasn't beaten in the regular season hasn't beat different Nuggets since like 2016. I saw a crazy since like 2017 or something like that. Damn. He was on that team. You know what okay. I mean? So Kenneth Fareed was right, kind of a little bit after, right after after the okay. He was kind of like the same player. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's you gotta remember if you if you're a basketball person, you know you remember Kenneth Fareed. They, no they hype him up all all crazy. Yeah, they called him the Manimal. Yeah, Manimal Kenneth Fareed. He, he, he was four. a beast down on the block, grabbing yeah. boards, getting put backs, dunking yeah. on people, grabbing oops. He might be able to play today. He's kind of like. Like, uh, what's the guy on the bench that is the sixth guy? He don't never play. What's his name? You talking about Paul? Or uh, you, you talking about... Uh, what's the one? He never plays. Uh, you talking about uh, Trez. Trez. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly what these guys exactly. are. That's, that's, that's exactly. They're all the same are. players. Uh, Brian Grant even even said these. Yeah. I, some of these guys can play, but you can't play them a whole lot of minutes. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll bring you energy, but after a while, like, yeah, we got to get them out. Got to get in somebody that can shoot. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my number four. Kenneth DeManimal for Reed. All right, bet, bet. All right, so number three on my list, I have a guy who uh, he played point guard, and he was kind of a, uh, a understated guy just in the way that he approached the game and how he did what he did. But uh, he, he he was uh, he was effective. He was with Denver for a while. He came to the Sixers after that. Uh, but that's Andre Miller. Andre Miller wasn't the guy that was going to go out there and get a whole bunch of crossovers and a bunch of big highlight sports center plays, but he was going to get you assists. He was going to get you rebounds. He was not going to turn the ball over. Uh, he was going to make smart decisions. He might get a three or two in there, uh, but he was going to play within the mid-range. He was going to play in the post and back uh, undersized guards down. 
and uh and, and he he another guy that carved out a nice long career uh just just doing his role doing what he needed to do so salute to number three andre miller man mm. man never i think he shot like eight threes his whole career yeah <laughs> Never took a three. He, he never took threes. He never got dunks like that. I, I remember it was a big game when he got a dunk, I think, in an all-star game. The most vanilla player I've ever seen in my life. Man. Yeah, he, he was playing Jane, but he, yeah. he he did his thing. The same fro for damn near uh, 15 years. And he, he, he got checks. He got that NBA brand. Yeah. I think he's on the assist league somewhere. Maybe not. I think remember, I remember Matt Fay, I think the last couple he tried to get in like the top twenty or top fifteen and he got like the assist man that was I wouldn't doubt retired. it. Yeah, I would have to I think he's I definitely I think he's definitely in the top twenty. I have to see he's in the top ten. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh we're on number three right now. Yep. I mean, how how, how we can't have a Denver Nuggets list without Rafe LaFriends? Ooh, Rafe LaFriends. Rafe LaFriends will, will kill it right now. Before Jokic, it was Rafe LaFriends yeah. <laughs> shooting threes. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't playing no defense. He was out there shooting threes back in the day. You yeah. Know what I mean? White boy, white boy with a shot. You know what I mean? Farm About 6'10", 6'11". You know yeah. what I mean? Rafe LaFriends with that boy. We remember, we, me and Mike remember him as kids and stuff like that. Rafe LaFriends was. He, he was before Dirk. Yeah, before Dirk. Or maybe around the same time as Dirk, but Rafe LaFriends. He, he LaFriend, was a little before Dirk, and then yeah. Dirk came in For a little bit after. Dur- during the time he was playing. They, 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 if I do Google it, they might, they might, they could have been the same draft or maybe back-to-back draft. But Rafe LaFriends, I just remember him. As a kid, as a, like a, a big white boy with, with a shot, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all. Yep. That's all I remember. You know what I mean, I don't remember him blocking nobody's shot, doing nothing. I think he ended up playing for Boston maybe later on in his career, but I remember him being as a Denver Nugget, Rafe LaFriend. He, the, he was nice with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So before Jokic and stuff like that, they've been getting white boys with weird names, Rafe LaFriend. You know back, I mean? back with them old blue jerseys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna put some respect on, on Rafe LaFriend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number two, I'm gonna take it back a little further than Rafe LaFriend. To another three-point specialist, but that is none other than Dale Ellis. How are we gonna talk about Denver Nuggets underrated Greeks without bringing up Dale Ellis? He was a sniper from behind the arc, man. And that's and that's what he did. And he could play today, no doubt. He'd be a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> the he, way he used to stroke it. He 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 messed around, be probably taking it back to almost uh, logo uh, range, yep. like Steph Curry and them. Cause that's how that's how crazy he was about you know I'm saying his craft and about doing what he did and he played in other places than Denver. He was also with the Seattle SuperSonics. I remember for a period of time, I think he might have spent some time in Charlotte as well. But uh, you know his, his time in Denver, he was there for at least three seasons, like I said. And um, yeah, I, I got to salute to Dale Ellis. He, he did his thing. I'm gonna go to another Ellis. Lafonso Ellis. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's another guy from them throwback uh, blue uh, Denver jerseys. Lafonso <laughs> Ellis, he was trash. But uh, I just had to say, listen, I just, just had to say his name. You know about 90s basketball. You know about Lafonso Ellis. That's a fact. There was That's always guys like him, like Danny Manning, that was just float. You never knew what they did. They was always averaging like seven or eight points. You're like, how is this person in the NBA for 10, 12 years? Yep. But, like like P.J. Brown, speaking yeah, of Miami. Yeah, like they would, they would just be on teams, like getting major minutes and starting half the time. Yeah, just and these, these in-between guys that I were just getting like seven, eight points. they were supposed to be playing points. defense and stuff like that, but yeah. they'd barely be doing that. Guys like Ruben Patterson and stuff like these. Ooh. This is what these guys were. They were just there, you know, just to set picks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They wasn't trying to be stars. They were just out there just, just getting it in. You know yeah, I mean? just trying using, to get that Using check. all six of their fouls. That's what, that's what LaFonso Ellis was. <laughs> Yeah, man. So I had, I had to put him on the list, man. Lafonso Ellis, man. You don't, you don't get a more classic than Lafonso Ellis in the 90s. 
Okay. Shout out to LaFonso Ellis. He's still doing his thing right now. You see him commentating. I think he does the college either football or basketball games. But he's a he's a very well spoken gentleman. Always a well spoken he, dude. Out there, though, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. put, putting his opinion out there yeah. and, and, and getting that that good uh, uh, commentating check. So mm-hmm. salute to Lafonso Ellis. We yeah. we respect you and we we see what you're doing up here. Yeah. All right, and I'm gonna close out my top five Nuggets players with uh, I guess the guy who's the closest to a star uh, on my list uh, back when he played. Uh, he was the number one pick in his draft. He was a power forward. He came out with a lot of excitement, and his number was retired at the University of Cincinnati, but that's Kenyon Martin. Wow. Hey, Martin. Hey, Martin, man. Yeah. He, he was an explosive guy. He, he, he had a lot of ups. Um, if, if, I, if I didn't put him on, if, if I couldn't put Antonio McDice on the list, I would have put Kenyon uh, if I, yeah, I'd, I'd put him on the list, but, you know, being that I couldn't, I had to put Kenyon Martin on the list. But uh, they, they was very similar players in the way that they approached and uh, their, their explosiveness to their games. Um, he, he caught a lot of oops. Uh, towards later in his career, he developed more of a mid-range game. Uh, he ended up moving on to the New Jersey Nets after he played in Denver, and he played on some great teams with Jason Kidd and uh, Richard Jefferson. Uh, and then he played with Vince Carter for a couple of seasons. Uh, but, yeah, the, the time he spent in, uh, in Denver, that's, that's where he got drafted originally. Uh, and he spent some time with uh, with, with uh, Carmelo Anthony when he was there as well. Uh, but salute to Kmart, Kenyon Martin. His son, I oh, believe, he, is he either. Got, he got drafted by the Oh, he got drafted by the Nets. Okay, yeah, okay. Then he went to. Uh, okay, then he went to Denver. Yeah, he was out there with Carmelo. Okay. I was about to say, I said, when he get drafted by Denver? Okay, by my fault. He's been like four or five years in, in Denver. He yeah, yeah, yeah. And his son is either in the league now yeah, or... His son's in the league. Okay, yeah. yeah. I heard people were trying to, like, inquire about trading for him because uh, Houston might be trying to, like, trying to win, so they might try to use him as a uh, trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he, well, he, he, played at, he played at Denver longer than he played at New Jersey. So he played for the, the Nets for four seasons, and he played for Denver for damn near eight. See? He spent most of his career there. Then he yeah. left, and he came back and played for the Clippers and by then he was kind of toast, but yeah, but he played majority of years with. Uh, and he, he he put in some good work with the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, he was he was kind of like a mentor for for Melo and all those guys. He's a couple years older. Uh, yeah, so that's my number one guy, Taylor. What you got to, to close out your list? I mean, y'all should know my number one guy. I talked about him a couple months ago. He got a documentary. I'm gonna put some respect on Chris Jackson slash Mahmoud Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Come on, man. Come on, man. They got this man about to leave because that man took a stand. Not the Colin Kaepernick stand, a real stand. You know yeah. what I mean? So we're going to put some respect on, uh, on Chris Jackson. You know what I mean? Uh, a mixed half breed down in Mississippi. Uh, did, didn't know what, didn't know nothing from nothing, but all he knew what to do was to play basketball. My man had Tourette's. My man had Tourette's. Yeah. And play basketball. You know what I mean? Play with Shaq and play with Stanley Roberts and all that stuff down the LSU team. Left after his sophomore year with back in those days was kind of weird because back in the day, they would want you at least play three years. Now these guys are one and done there yeah. like that. So he left kind of early, went to Denver, wasn't really that good, started to really, really get his game up. And then he did the, uh, you know, the, took the st- well, once he converted to Islam and changed his name to Mahmoud, they kind of like, all right. And then he was, wasn't was standing for the, for the, uh, the national, national anthem for months. Not a couple days, not like on some Colin Kaepernick stuff when he got benched. He was doing it out of, res- you know, like I'm respecting what I'm doing right now. 
And then once some white guy snitched on him, that's when the stories came out. They kicked him out the league. They brought him back. They shipped him off to freaking San Antonio right when his career started. And they kind of pushed him. Like back in the day, they wouldn't cancel. They would just kind of push you, push you. Yeah, it'd it be real quiet. They would just get you off to the yeah. side and then you wouldn't be seen from again. Yeah. And then uh, if you haven't seen a documentary right now, I'm just going to spoil it. You should have seen it right now. My man went back to Mississippi and developed a whole uh, you know type of community and stuff like that with houses and stuff like that. And the white man burned it down. Mm. Yeah, white man burned it down. Mind you, he's not in the NBA no more at the time, so he wasn't getting any income from the NBA. Yeah, yeah. He was basically doing it with the doing with, it with, with, all the strength of the money, with he the had. funds he had. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And so, yeah, you know I mean, so anybody y'all think you're talking about that racist stuff with Colin Kaepernick? Has he had his house burnt down? No, I don't think so. So we are gonna put some respect on Chris Jackson, aka Mahmoud Abdul, and he didn't complain. He's uh, coaches kids. He coaches his sons. I think he's in the uh, big three right now. He never complained and went on TV and complained and cried and say, uh, I'm half breed and uh, and uh, I don't I hate my parents. And he, he never did that. My man's a, a man's man. Took care of his family and still with his wife. And kicked his, his issue with, uh, I mean, uh, got, got his issue with Tourette's under control. Yeah. As anybody who has that or knows somebody who has that knows. It's difficult. And all you guys, you guys are Jalen Rose fans. When Jalen Rose on the team with him, didn't stand up for him. So, you know, all, all it took for somebody to stand up for him, for him to get his job back, and no one stood up for him. So, he's a coward. And I, I don't, I'll never respect Jalen Rose. Mm, so, that's my number one guy, Chris Jackson, a.k.a. Mahmoud Adua-Roof. Way to end off a, a, and he a, met a, his a, wife, a good segment. Yeah, and he met oh. his white family, too, and they accepted <laughs> Oh, man. That man never complained about nothing. <laughs> never grew an afro and tried to be half black. He never did no stuff. Man's man. Never felt like he had to have braids like Alan yeah, Iverson exactly. to feel like he was black. Yeah, and, feel like and, I was and black wear again. his blackness. Yeah, clown stuff. This, this man's a man. All right, bet, bet. Well, on the NBA note, other than, you know, not even other than what we just said, but in addition to what we just said, it's going down. Yep. It's the finals. Yep. The series is 3 1. Denver's up, coming off of a win coming off back-to-back wins in Miami. Uh, Miami was able to speak out a win uh, in Denver by two points uh, after Jamal Murray missed a potentially game-winning three. But other than that, the other games, Denver has kind of blown Miami out, winning by at least 10 points. But, um, you know, it, 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 we got game five tomorrow uh, at 8.30 on ABC. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, what do we think? I mean, I, I, I would like to see Miami get a W. Um, just because of the fact that, uh, A, I would like to see basketball go for as long as it can. Because once basketball is over, it's going to be a long summer until the football season starts. Well, you got the draft the week after. Uh, that, that's not basketball and, and related. And a free agent, it like, so they try to that's, stretch that's, it that's, out. That's, that's not action. That's, yeah. that's just speculation on what may be. Oh, this refrigeration is is, is is direct. People getting signed. It is, but again, that's remember last year. What y'all, may y'all, be that's this guy going to that team, and we are gonna see what it turns into. Last, last year, you, but, you was hyped when the Sixers signed PJ Tucker. I wait, 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 <laughs> wait, sir. Don't put that smut on my name. Uh, I wasn't hyped about no damn PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker was on the team. I wasn't hyped about that at all. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't hyped about any moves they made last Danny, all season. Danny House and I had to come here and throw water because people, well, maybe other people were around the city were hyped about the free and I had to throw water on it. It's like, nah, this is not going to get them nowhere. I was right. Yeah, you you, you were correct. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see Miami get another W. Um, I do actually have a little wager up on the game, and as long as it goes six games, 
I win some type of bread. So if that can happen for me, that would be fantastic. Mm. But uh, outside of that, um, I haven't seen that big, like, 40, 45, 50-point game from Jimmy Butler yet. It might not happen. But, uh, you know, he, he's carried them throughout these whole uh, playoffs. Yep. You know, they, they came from the play-in. They knocked out Giannis and the Bucks, the first-place team. Yep. They knocked out the Boston Celtics, the second-place team. And, uh, you know, now they're in the finals playing against uh, one of the top seeds in the West. So um, They would have smacked the Sixers. If the Sixers were one, they would have smacked them. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> A lot of people say they would have lost it. Nah, the Sixers, Jimmy Butler would not let the, the Heat use they probably the got They probably got swept. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I would hate to see it, you know, fizzle out. I, I'm glad that they won't get swept if they do lose tomorrow night. They did at least get one win in there. But, um, you know, I, I would like to see it get extended further, you know, if possible. So I'm going to say that I believe Miami can win tomorrow. Taylor, where, where are you at with it? I, I mean, I think tomorrow's game, that might be the closest game out of the whole series, but... I don't know. I mean, it, it can go either way. Like I say, it's a nine-point spread. I'm going to keep betting on um, what's been hitting for me is uh, betting on uh, what's his name, triple doubles. That won me a couple hundred hours. Oh, Joker? Yeah, yeah. Just bet for triple doubles. Yeah, I mean, Joker been doing his thing. It, I got it was him one on, game I was going to bet. Hit on the first one. I didn't. He did it the last game. I did. I think he had the – that's when he had like close to – no, maybe two games ago. He had like 40, 20, and like 10. That was game two. Too, when they lost yeah. I didn't bet it that game But I definitely bet it the first one I said he's been sitting For like a week and a half He know he's gonna get A triple double easy yeah. I don't know if I bet it uh, This one But I, I just think Denver is just I mean th- Well the thing was What I said before the season Was I said the East Was stronger But now the West Is probably gonna win The uh, what's the name The, 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 the conference the finals, yeah. But the thing is The West was so easy for them They Like everyone was picking Phoenix No one was picking Denver Except Taylor Taylor picked Denver But we don't talk I, about I, that I wasn't picking Phoenix I'll tell you that well, a lot of people pick Phoenix, a lot of people pick the Lakers, and a lot of people were picking uh, Golden State. I, I did have my hat in on Golden State. A lot of people did not see Denver, you know, getting through the playoffs like they did. They smashed uh, Minnesota. Uh, they, they, the only challenge was uh, was Phoenix, but you know, you got Chris Paul on the team. They knew they was gonna win that series, and he he, he gave up. Didn't want to play no more. And then they went against the, the Lakers and smashed them in four games. Just just ran them out the gym in four games. And it was waiting for my, Miami. Like we ready, but that's what I'm saying. The West was weaker, but the East was like it was a battlefield. The Sixers was a battle tested uh, thing. Uh, Atlanta won a couple games Milwaukee. against Boston. Milwaukee, yeah. that was you know what I mean. So. That was a, and, and I think now that Miami they kind of ran out of gas because they went had to, they had to go through all that stuff just to get yeah, to here right now. Yeah. Even the series against um New York was tough. That's the that's game two or no game one is where Jimmy got hurt. So I don't think his his ankles hundred percent. And I think it's now everything's coming back up to uh, to haunt him. Uh, Gabe Vincent got a hurt ankle in that series too. They were able to get past Boston, or uh, punk them out. So right now I just think that Denver is just going to win win the championship. I think this will be the you said to be their first one, right? Yeah, yeah, this will be their first one. So. I think they deserve it. Nurkic, I mean, he, you talk about a second-round draft pick. No one really thought he was going to be that guy. And for him to come up, because he was at the bottom of the bench, and then they had a couple of centers on the team. They, they, had, they, they, had, they had Nurkic and Nurkic on the team. That's why I keep getting the names mixed up, because yeah. I would see them both on the team. As soon as they traded him to Portland, to Portland, they started him, started and he started playing well. And every year he got better. And I remember he averaged like 19 and a half points. The next year was 22. Then it was 27. Now you got what you got right now as a back-to-back MVP guy. And now he's about 
to win his first championship and he'll probably win the uh, finals MVP and stuff like that. And he doesn't even want Deshaun and stuff like that. He always gives it to his team. So so all these people hype about the lottery and all that. You can get a guy who's nice outside yeah. of the lottery. If you coach him up and you can find something in him, you know yeah. what I mean? As long as he stays away from guns and strippers, you know what I mean? He'll, he'll be fine. You know what I mean? He'll be mm. fine. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so Denver's that team. And, and, and if you remember, Denver was the team. When Memphis came in that night, Denver demolished Memphis. And Memphis was on a roll, and that was the night that John Morant went out with the strippers. You know what I mean? So they technically ended Memphis' season because Memphis was playing very, very well. They, they came were. into Denver, and they got rolled on by like 25 – rolled by like 25 points, and John Morant went to the strip club. And that's where the, the season ended for them. So they, 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 they technically took out five teams this year in, in, in the playoffs. So, so, salute to the ladies of the stage. Who? The ladies of the stage. Hey, man, listen, man. Got lined up, man. Got to get it how you live. All right, all right, all right. So uh, anything else we want to want to get into about the, the finals? E, e, what are your thoughts about tomorrow night's game if you want to throw them in real quick? You think that the, the, uh, the Heat can, can pull one out, or do you think it's going to be a wrap and Denver got this, got this wrapped up? Uh, I pretty much think Denver got it wrapped up. Um... I think it was a gallant effort by uh, Miami. I think they, I think they were well coached, but I just think they were just outmatched yeah. mm-hmm. for the finals. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Denver is one of the most complete teams in the NBA, uh, as far as you know what their starting lineup brings to the table, as far as their size, as far as uh, their bench contributions, and and their chemistry is crazy and on the court. Exactly. Everybody like know where everybody gonna be at. It's crazy. They they've had this core team together. Uh, for about four or five seasons, uh, pretty much since Aaron Gordon got there. And yeah. Michael Porter Jr. has been in and out because he's been hurt over his first few seasons. Yeah. Jamal Murray just missed two seasons, so he's just getting back and and, and fresh now. But, the- uh, but Jok- uh, jo- Jokic has been the, the centerpiece of the team over mm-hmm. this entire time. Yeah. And like I said, Aaron Gordon's been able to fill in. Bruce Brown is just a solid player who comes off the bench and does what he needs yeah. to do. But they developed and, some uh, guys that were like friends, maybe outside for like a Malik Beasley, like a Will Barton, that's like true, a Monte that's true. Ellis, Monte Morris, and uh, Monte Morris, uh, R.J. Hampton, and what's the other? Uh, guy? What's they, my man? Name? Another uh, point guard uh, too. Nah, nah, the the, uh, um, the, the, the tween ball. Who? Uh, he's he's, he's kind of like a Draymond Green yeah. type, J- Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green, and, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know what him. else? Y- you can just feel it in the air, man. Yeah. You can just. You just know, like, you know, it was dope that Miami got as far as they did being yeah. AC, but you the just... The story is dope, yeah. You could just feel, you just know, like, yo, this is Denver's, it's their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sometimes just, when, when, it's when it's just franchise, their it's time. time. It's yep. their time. Yeah. And things just fall together for them that way, so... Uh, you know, we're going to see what happens tomorrow. And obviously, by the time this episode comes out, y'all are going to know if we're crowning uh, the, the, the new NBA champions yeah, Reynolds, right? uh, at that point in time or not. But, but they deserve um, it, though. They were the number yeah. one team during the whole season. Like I said, they took out Memphis, and they've been that number one team. They got the number one seed, and uh, they've gotten every team up out of there really, really fast. And uh, they pretty much stay healthy. You know what I mean? I, so, I, I'm just going to go on and put it out there. 
Shout out to the 2023 NBA champion, Denver yeah. Nuggets. Mm. Yeah, I'll say the same thing, too. All right. All right. All right. Denver, Denver uh, they, they deserve it. They did, they did a really good job. Jamal Murray balled out. I don't think you've mentioned him. He balled out. Jamal Murray. And he hasn't even missed, he haven't even missed, uh, got to his, his, his tippy-top uh, uh, echelon it, yet. Because yeah, he, he hasn't was, reached his peak. Yeah, because he came back this year after missing the first 15, 20 games from the ACL injury. So once he gets to full maximum, Jamal Murray, I think he'll be an all-star and stuff like that. So he'll get all that stuff later on his career but he's he's a really good player they can't they can't nobody guard him jamal murray's a baller yeah he's really really nice yeah. no doubt all right well you brought up john morant just a little bit but we are going to kick around our thoughts about the john morant and zion williamson situations because we have not been Two on goofballs. since they've happened and we we got to touch on that we got to speak on that so uh ja i think i think we did talk about ja the last time we were on because he had his his second incident with pulling just, out burners happened, yeah. on uh, on IG Live. Yep. And uh, his, got, his his suspension still has not been held down. It's crazy. The day we did it down. is when it happened. And it got it's been worse ever since then. It hasn't gotten better. Mm. <laughs> you would think that's his low. It got lower weeks after that. His his timeline for all this stuff going on is crazy. And, and you know what? I don't want to hear this stuff about, you know, they're young. You know what? He's not young. I've been watching the NBA a long time. Yeah. I watched a young Kobe right out of high school. Yeah. I watched Shaq come out of LSU. Yeah. I watched these guys as young players. Kevin and was, Garnett. Yeah. And it was just some stuff they didn't just yeah. do because they were simply young. Yeah. It wasn't an excuse. You were an NBA ambassador. Mm-hmm. Point blank. Yeah. No, no way around it. You just can't. It's certain stuff that you just cannot can't do. do. Who's to these goofies out here trying to say uh, he, he he didn't do nothing wrong? That's how I know y'all broke. Mm. When you work for somebody's company, you can't do what you want to do. No. You can't go into the boss's, uh, uh, um, 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 whatever it is, office and, and, and knock his trap. Yeah, it's not against the law, but you, there's there's rules that you can't do. You can't do stuff like that. He can't have guns on IG. It's, it's stupid. You know what I mean? And let's just say if they let him do that, imagine a Pandora's box they would open. It, there's going to be another goop ball behind him going to actually shoot somebody and kill somebody. Yep. So you can't have, I know people, I, well, I know what you're saying and you sound stupid. Stop saying that he's not doing that he doesn't broken any laws they have their own private business if you ever start your own business you're gonna have laws i need y'all here at nine o'clock in the morning but if somebody comes announce there what you gonna say oh well you know you didn't break the law but it's, it's, it's their company they can do whatever they want to so stop with the R- nra and all that stuff y'all sound and especially it's like a lot of black people like y'all sound retarded See, like, the, the, the never reason, been nowhere man the, the reason why they say this is because no disrespect to these companies but they work for like walmart yeah. and like target and mcdonald's and and they they got like jobs that you can get like like regularly. So you know what I'm saying if they on the on on the IG with the burner or whatever like that, nobody cares. I'm talking about people that got money. But but but, the, but these people have like 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 high ranking jobs. He's a professional athlete. Yeah. He's representative of the NBA, which is a billion dollar corporation, an international corporation that has interests outside of the United States, yeah. but has interest in like at least half of the 50 states yeah he can't, can't he can't be on ig with the burner twice <laughs> dancing the, the the nba young boy because yeah. he feels like nba young boy is is, is the move like come yeah. on man yeah and then and then you pump fake with the suicide 
bro, stop it, man. That's corny. Get it That's really corny, dog. Get it together. Stop that, man. No, no, not now. You're being a victim, and then you do the toy gun stuff. So all, all these little instances, he's not taking responsibility. Any, any, um, he unfollowed my man. Uh, Dev- I got his name. I think his name is Devonte Pack. I think that's his okay. name. He okay. to unfollow him. So all the stuff he's doing, he's not taking responsibility. He's not saying he's sorry. He's not saying you know I did some. He, so this is how you know that he probably didn't get his ass whipped as a kid. They just let him do whatever he wanted to do, and now this is what he's doing right now. He just didn't learn from the first incident. That first incident, I'm like, whoa. And I, I, I pretty, I think I roasted him the first time because it was stupid. But I think I said in my when we was talking, about it, I said he'll end up doing it again. I said this, this I hate being right, and he but ended up doing he, it again. You know what's ill? That's that's opposite ends of the spectrum with uh, John Morant and then a guy like Jamal Murray because we've got stories coming out now where Jamal Murray's father is being uh, targeted. And yeah, they're, they're trying to expose him for certain things he did. That's when cap. He, when he was raising Jamal Murray yeah, growing up. Yeah, that's cap. Yeah, I don't. I saw that. I was gonna bring that up. That's cap. Let that black man raise his son. He didn't kill his son. He didn't do anything. But, but that, that's that's what I'm saying. But they're, they're, they're just they're, they're, they're just searching for stories. The, the, though. If that is the case, the ways that they were raised. Yeah. And the differences. Exactly. Uh, is it, just it's has crazy. he been to Shotgun Willies? I mean, if he has, he hasn't broadcasted on because that was in Denver. He hasn't broadcasted online, so maybe yeah. his father did the right thing. You know what I mean? So I don't want to. They were searching. I saw that a couple of days ago. They were just searching for a story because. There's nothing really grabbed from this final, so you're trying to find something. Mm-hmm. That was that, that was that was ridiculous, but yeah, the, the John Moran stuff is, is just is just corny. Um, like I said, he needs to be going for a year. Like the toy gum, if it was going to be half the season, I would give him the whole season just off of that because I said, oh, now we're going to put more games because now you're just lying and you're thinking we stupid, you know, what I mean? because we're not stupid. You know I mean? nah. So I think that he needs to be suspended for a year. I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't like this whole situation. And like I said, this is not isolated situation. He went through all that crap last summer, running down on people at the mall, kicking the boy in the head, uh, or beating the boy at, the at, at his house, up, and yeah. pulling a gun out on him and something like Like this is crazy. And then the laser pointer, it's too minute too much stuff in a matter of the last twelve months. This is this is ridiculous. And it, it looked like they was trying to prop him up for Ja to start being the face yeah. or one of the next faces of the league. So now it looks like that's going out the window. No. And no. speaking of faces of the league, we got to take it to the other guy who was the number one pick <laughs> in the same draft Ja got drafted in, yeah. Zion Williamson. Because <laughs> it's come out last week that he's in the middle of some, <laughs> Debauch- some mess. Debauchery. As Taylor would call it, a <laughs> quagmire. Yeah, this is a quagmire. Where uh, a, a, a young female has come out. And said that Ja, uh, I'm not sorry, Ja. Not, uh, well, go to the first story. What he first did when he came out that he got the girl. You know, he was saying he's gonna be a father, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. The the, the chick came out and said that uh, that that he, that they was gonna be having a baby. Yeah. And she posted it on on Twitter. Yeah. And then sleuthed the internet troll. They they went to her her history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Found out who she was and what she was about. And you can look her up yourself <laughs> on your own time. I'm not here for that. Giving you my research but um out here twerking doing yeah, fighting no she she's doing more than twerking yeah uh, uh yeah do, doing a whole she, lot she, she, she's she's a star in that footage yeah, and she and she's a mother already so salute to uh zion the stepdaddy yeah yeah but uh all but, these options you got out here you can get anything you want but uh then things turned out when oh. she, she found out that he got another woman pregnant or he might have got another woman pregnant who, who you talking about who's she that's not, <laughs> can you say her name <laughs> I, I, mariah Mariah Mills? Yeah, yeah, Mariah. 
she's she's claiming she's an ex adult porn star, but that that's the funny thing. Once you do stuff like that, you're never an ex. You just because that stuff just stays out there forever. You're, you're just a former. There's people out still watching porno from um what's that, what's that lady's name? Uh, Ebony Air from 20. You're always gonna be a porno star. Pur- purple Passion. Exactly. Mm. What's the other one named Vanessa Del? Once that's on the screen, you're always gonna be there. I'm not, and I'm not disrespecting nobody that does that. I'm just saying once you Get do that, you it's all yeah exactly. They don't make that much money nowadays. Back in the day, they did, but. I'm not mad at you. Lady Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's what, like, bro, you you got to be careful when you're dealing with chick. But, she but, exposed but, but she, 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 she exposed him, put him on blast, <laughs> said he was all up in her guts and was was, was telling her he's going to fly her out to the crib and have her living with him. And how mm, much does he need much, to break her cost? off Damn. Uh, for, for, her, for her to stay with him and... <laughs> And and now he got this other chick pregnant, and oh. she, she's saying that the other chick is some dirty. You know what I'm saying, uh, you know I'm saying bottom dwelling type of John. So mm. uh, I, I don't know any facts about the other girl, uh, or <laughs> if it's true that he got her pregnant or not. Are you talking but, about the third chick? Well, the, the second chick. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know there was a third chick. Oh, there's a third chick. She Ooh. came up on Friday. Ooh, yeah. See, that's sloppy. Well, Sloot Design, at least that's he like at least he likes black females. You know, a lot of y'all get mad at the at the it just these um playing for like a white girls. At least he likes black females. Mm, that's that's either way, that's sloppy. It, 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 it's sloppy. Yeah, he looking crazy. Yeah, he's a, like I said, he's a young man, he's 22 years old. He's a country bumpkin, just like uh whatever the John Moran from down in yeah. South Carolina. Y'all making <laughs> South Carolina looking real bad. That's my father's home state. My uncle who I talked about last episode, that's where they they were born at. And y'all making them look goofy right now. Now, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, y'all got the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could do what y'all want to do. Y'all want to have eight yeah. kids by eight different chicks. Yeah, we not up here Porn dick stars, po- strippers. Yeah, we not up here dick police. drivers, we're not whatever doing it is you want to do. Yeah, whatever you do. do what you want to do. But just, uh, come on, man. Just don't be out here looking crazy yeah. about it. Yeah, man. Just just keep it on the low, man. Yeah. My God, man. Yeah, like. Keep, keep these females. Uh, I, I don't want to say keep them in check. Because certain females, it's, it's very difficult to check. But just just keep your keep your business out the streets, man, as much as you can. Salute to that old. Well, I don't want to call it old, but the 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 the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the adult star uh, saying that um yeah, they was doing all kinds of stuff. There's a video with, with her and some honey, mm. him and her and some honey. I didn't watch the video, but I was like, my god, I let you film me. I read all the t- I read all the Twitter. I said, this is this is amazing. I'm gonna need you to send me that link. She would no, no, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I saw it, but I didn't. I was at work. I'm not watching no crap like that. But she uh, said, "I let you film me." Um, um, as, as I am, and you. And then she said, "You hit me up in 2020, bro. You got drafted in 2019, so I know what you was doing up in Duke. You wasn't reading no books. You was watching that TV. You was watching on that computer and said, man, when I get my money, man, I'm, I'm gonna trip yeah, she, all this she, off.' She, she's next up. I mean, she's she's on the list, on the hit list. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, so she got just that, mad. got that bread, got that check, and yeah. started sending out yeah. DMs. Yeah, she's just tight because she didn't get quote unquote the, the pregnant. But he was saying, she was saying he was gonna pay for her. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean? I'm not into stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like I said, porn stars, they're people too. I'm not trying to degrade everything no like doubt. that. No doubt. Yeah, you know I mean, but you just gotta be careful of what you're doing. And we didn't even get to the basketball situation, bro. You're not even playing basketball. He's not playing basketball still. <laughs> and you're overweight, so it look that's what it looks bad. You're over 280 pounds, bro. You're supposed to be around 260, 275. 
and you're not playing basketball and you can't dress like it's just a whole lot of stuff the fade looks crazy and y'all here smashing a bunch of random uh, uh, uh 304s i'm not gonna say the other word you know what I mean? mm. but like, like bro what are you what are you doing man you gotta be smarter i'm not saying i'm not deep police because the old head did the same thing too y'all yeah. can google sean That's Kemp. They, they, it just wasn't no social media <laughs> yeah, out back I mean, then you can so google the, so jawan howard them on blast yeah, like all that. these guys all those guys were messing with slurs in the 90s too so don't act like they was um they, they were saying this is not some new phenomenon yeah exactly this is what these guys do but just gotta be smarter with what you're doing that's all just be smart you know what i mean so these these older chicks they know what you they know they know what you want to do they won't let you do it smart enough but they're not going to do that old stuff just gonna let you hit it and then then that's gonna be it they're they gonna get uh you know the, the bag at the end you know what i mean so smart enough yeah 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 bro, too much got... digital footprint <laughs> yeah. too much digital fingerprint and, to and, keep and too that's, much. that's that uh, speaking of digital footprint yeah i'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what i told taylor yeah. this chick lined him up yeah because <laughs> if you look at the 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 post she's taking pictures off of her phone, her phone. so she has a second phone she that she's using phones. to take pictures of the snapchat uh, <laughs> messages with this man because as anybody who has snapchat knows <laughs> once you send the message it disappears after a certain period of time mm. so unless you like take something to to have uh uh records of that it's yeah. gone so yeah. she she lined this man up it's you, Mikey. I, I had no clue i didn't think i said yeah she took pictures of the stuff with Listen, fella, if you got a chick with two phones and you don't know where she works at, you need to be very aware of what the hell is going on. That's all so, I'm saying. So, fellas, don't don't think. Just I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying just be aware of what the hell is going on. If she pulls out her purse, a phone and another phone. Just saying. Oh, I, I'm going to add on that. Don't think just because you send people messages on Snapchat <laughs> that it's gone and that it's just going to disappear because people evolve. People figure it out and know how to get around mm. that. So, although the joint might disappear off the phone, if they have means to take uh, and I'm saying records of that. You gonna be on that, and you gonna be on the hook. Yeah, I, I just want Zion to go on the court. You know what I mean, just go on the court, brother. It's time for you to play. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the last four years you pretty much have not done nothing. You hey. know what I mean, so you should be fully up to strength with your knees, your back, your ankle, whatever it is. Get your weight down, uh, cause uh, you gotta you gotta pay some bills as as we see right now. You know what I mean, yeah. so and, and we know you got the 200 million last year, so you deserved everything you got. But now it's time for you to play. You're 20. You'll be 23, I think, in December. I want need you to get on the on the court. I'm still yeah. like I said. I'm not gonna throw him. I've thrown out Jeremy. I don't like him. I can't. I, I, every time I look at him, I just get disgusted with him. But Zion Williamson, I still root. You know, I, I kind of root for this guy. I want him to be. You know, he's number one overall pick in 2019. John Morant was the number two pick overall. They're just having some hiccups in life. John Morant is, a, is an idiot. But I think Zion Williams. He's just a, a young country bump. And he don't know. Zion, we don't want your last contract to be your last contract. <laughs> exactly. I want so. you to play 10, 15 years in the league, just like the guys we talked about earlier in this list. They weren't that good, but they had good careers. Exactly. You know what I mean? So come, come on, Zion. Just just like you said, smarten up. Man. Exactly. So yeah. getting out of John Zion mess, uh, we're going to bring it local because it was announced that the Sixers have acquired their new coach, and it is former Toronto Raptors head coach and former NBA championship head coach Nick Nurse. Nurse! Nurse! Now, I'm talking to just people I know. I'm getting mixed opinions about how people feel about him. Some people don't really like the move. They feel like it's kind of a lateral move or maybe a step back from Doc Rivers. I talk to some people, they think they, they say that it's a great move because he's a championship coach. Uh, he's, he work, he's worked with good talent. And, you know, they just feel like he kind of got a, a bad shakeout uh, in, in Toronto with him getting fired. Uh, and, the, and the Sixers might have picked up a diamond in well, not even a diamond in the rough, but you know, picked up a little bit of a steal. So, Taylor, what do you think about this acquisition of Nick Nurse at, at head coach 
here in Philly? Nothing. It doesn't do nothing for me. Okay. It doesn't doesn't, uh, make you feel any type of way about the Sixers and their their, their prospects? No. Everything with the Sixers is internal and with the players and stuff like that. That's all it is. Remember when Nick Nurse was up in Toronto, that was his very first year, and he had Kawhi Leonard. They had a multi-talented player that hadn't played the previous couple years down in Sacramento. Mm. He was taking the uh, you know the low management up there. So when he got into the playoffs, he was fully charged up, and they beat the Bucks and stuff like that. Beat the Sixers. And and, uh, and then beat the Sixers. And then, uh, well, they beat the Sixers first, beat the Buck, and then went and beat the uh, the the broken down Warriors team after uh, Clay and um, KD KD went down. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he got a ring. That's fine. You know what I mean. But now he's coming to the Sixers. This is not the same situation. I don't think really nothing. I think what's going on with the Sixers is more internal. It ain't got nothing to do with the coach. It got to do with the players getting on the team and meshing with the beat. So I, they got they got to change up all the players around. Them. Harden got to go. Uh, Tobias got to go. And you need to put uh, PJ Tucker's minutes at like 25 or 30. You need to get somebody else in there playing. And if he gets a good team, okay, cool. But they got to bring a better team around. I'm tired of seeing these same three or four guys on the team for the last two or three years and they don't do nothing. They got to change up the whole core of the team if this thing works. I don't think it's going to matter what he does. I agree with you, man. I I don't think the Sixers were a coach away from – you know, being where they want to be from getting to the finals and from, you know, possibly bringing the championship back to Philly. I think they need more than just the coach. I think they need real structural changes to the def- uh, to I'm sorry, to the team and to their personnel as far as the players that they have on the team because what they have right now is not enough. Even if they would have somehow found a way to beat Boston, like we said earlier, they would have gotten knocked out by Miami. So they wouldn't be playing right now. They wouldn't be in the finals. So <clears throat> ultimately... They got to address some of their player personnel yeah. um, holes and, and and hiccups and voids before <clears throat> the coach is even really coming into play. Because no matter how good you coach, if you don't got the talent you need to, to win games, then it don't make a difference. Can y'all, can y'all find a backup point guard? Please, this is getting ridiculous right now. Like, this is this is why y'all don't win because y'all because when the playoffs start y'all don't have anybody come off the bench. Can y'all please find a point guard, a backup point guard? Please, it's not that hard. It's like a thousand of them all over. There's teams with four on the team. Y'all can't get one. Get exactly. a backup point guard first, please. This is this is getting like ridiculous right now. Find a backup point guard. That's the first thing you do before you do anything. Find the, a backup point guard. And this is why I felt like going into last offseason. They had some additions to make. They had some changes to make as far as their personnel. And started make instead of making what I would have viewed as intelligent additions and decisions, they bring in PJ Tucker, Daniel House, uh, what's my man name? Who actually did do a good job, uh, DeAnthony Melton. Yeah, Melton was fine. Um, that was a but, good trade. But other than that, they they didn't they didn't do anything to really advance the team. Man, get, so they they, they 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 gotta make some changes, man. Don't they got two uh Jones? What the two Jones from them do? Ty Jones. Can you get uh, just get a backup point guard, please? Yeah. That's all I want, just get y'all a backup point guard first, and then worry about the rest of the team. Cause I I get tired of y'all when the when, when y'all get in the playoffs. It's a half court defense, uh, half court. They play because they, they don't run anymore. It's a half court, and y'all get stopped at that three point line because you don't have a backup point guard. You got James Harden throwing up trash. Ty Maxey, he's not—he's a point guard, but he can run it. I think they need to do some more coaching with him. But y'all need a backup point guard, please, man. Before Absolutely. y'all go out and sign people and trade people, get some type of backup point guard, and then it can be a little bit better. That's—you see all these teams right now—they got backup point guards yep. all over the place. Yep. Or you got a point guard that can just 
run run all over the place. Jamal Murray can run all over the place. He can do it. He, and he can, you know, and then Bruce Brown could come in too. Down in, um, what's the name? Down in Miami, they got Vincent. They got uh, 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 Strauss. He can run point guard a little they bit. Got something, Martin. Yeah, and something and, and Martin. They got Lowry. Yeah, you got other people that can handle the ball. Like, you have to have other people that can handle the ball. Cause that's how Embiid is up at the top of the key doing all that weirdo stuff. And then it, it messes up the whole offense. Y'all got to get it back. I don't want to see Embiid bring up the ball. No time this year, zero. I don't want to see him doing that at all. That's, I was talking to my wasted, homie. That's wasted energy on him. He don't need to be doing that. I think he needs to be in the paint, you know, just getting whacked on. He don't need to be bringing up the ball to the court. That's ridiculous. Man. I was talking to my boy Jeff the other day, and we was like, yo, you know who it would be great if the Sixers had? If they had Malcolm Brogdon from Boston. No, well, they should have. They had a chance if, to get him if, last year. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If they, don't have if, nothing if, to trade. If they would have gotten him, yeah. that would have been, like, the perfect guy to fit into that spot because he can play backup point guard. He can shoot. He can score. He can get his own shot. He can make good decisions. He's somebody like him. But, um, yeah. you know, they, they they let it go, and now he's in Boston. So, so. Suit to my man Dwight. They have nothing to trade. They have no picks and no second-round picks because they lost two second-round picks with the whole P.J. Tucker disaster tampering or something like that. So they have no picks. So mm. now I don't know how you're going to get these players. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's personnel. It's the people upstairs, the Maury's of the world, who I, who I, who I do not like. Yeah, so yeah. Y'all pipe him up. I don't like him. He ain't never won nothing. I don't pipe up nobody. He never won nothing. I'm well, sorry. guess what? He's been here at least. Two years. Okay. And he's not doing anything that I've seen that's really productive for our team. He's bringing in old heat. The, the Nick Nurse used to be a, the, the Heat's coach back in the day when he. Um, you mean Houston? Houston. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, he was a yeah, coach he, down he, here. He was a coach at their G League team. Yeah, G League team, and then he went to Toronto. So you're just you're just basically bringing people from the Heat. So I guess I'm expecting Rockets, Eric, Eric, Rockets. Yeah. <laughs> the Rockets. Why I keep saying that? Houston Rockets. <laughs> so I can see that Eric Gordon's going to be on the team next year. I guess I guess that's who's coming next year in, in a couple of years, right? Yeah, probably so. You, you're going to try to bring back Lou Williams? But, but not, not this offseason. Next offseason, they're going to get Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, whatever, yeah. Y'all, y'all always like grab people at, they, when they, 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 they pass their prime. They're they going to give him a two or three year deal when yeah. he's on the verge of retirement. Yeah, yeah. Derek Gordon's got to be 34, 35 years old. So, all right, I don't like the structure of the team or what he's doing because he's doing stuff that's not out the box. It's just like random stuff that me, Mike, and E could do. Oh, just, let's just bring people that from my old team. Yeah. Let's bring them up here. So it didn't work down there. It's not going to work up here. Exactly. That's my problem. All right, all right. Well, that uh, was pretty long winded, but that. Is going to do it for our sports section of this particular episode. Uh, like I said, we got in our two top fives. We had a good amount to talk about with the finals. Plus, we had to get caught up because it's been a while since we've been with y'all. So, getting out of that, we're going to move into Have You Seen, Have You Heard. So, Taylor, what's going on this week? Uh, I'm going to keep it with the sports, and we got another beef off court of two retired players. And I want to get past what everyone has said about uh, Scottie Pippen and uh, and Michael Drew. We all know that Scottie Pippen is a we know mm. <laughs> we know this. He's in his feelings because Mike is, real Mike, Mike's son is smashing his his, his ex wife. So he goes in the po- his podcast. Baby's mother. Yeah, he goes in the podcast with Stacey King and said Mike was a horrible player and he had these raggedy dreads. This man's pushing sixty. He looked crazy. Yeah, you know I mean like. It's, it's, Scotty Pippen is, is a clown. You know what I mean? I don't have, I don't respect this bull no more. I don't like him. Uh, I don't have any of the sneakers, but if I did, I'd burn them all. I, I think he's a clown. Pip handled it all yeah, wrong. Yeah, like, bro, you had Michael Jordan come to your Hall of Fame, and you picked him to announce you in. Because when you go to the Hall of Fame, you can announce anybody you want to. Your mama, your daddy, your yeah. coach back in when he was in third grade. 
uh, your first girlfriend, anybody, and you pick Michael Jordan. So you sound crazy with him saying, call him horrible before you got there. Because Mike had a rookie of the year, was all NBA two, three years in a row. He had all these accolades before you before you uh, even got there. So so here you come, hate, because you're and, a clown. And, and see what it is, is the last dance came out. Yeah. And, and that made Pip look a little crazy. Yeah, well. Like, like a, a little bit. Not not like But what overly. happened was before that, but, they were asking Scottie Pippen about LeBron James. That's true, that's true. He was true. doing too much. They, you know that's I mean? true. They were asking him about LeBron James, yeah. about him being the GOAT. Yeah. And Scottie Pippen said, yes, he's the GOAT. Jumping the out the window. Player. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Drawling. Yeah, jumping out the window. You can easily answer that question without giving an answer. Exactly. Well, I think they're both really, really good players. MJ, I played with him. I never played with, with, with LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I'm not telling him to to to, uh, to lie or I'm just telling him to give a professional answer. But you started doing too much, and then I think at then one the point, last dance at, then at one point, I think he did say that LeBron was better than Mike. And we all know that Mike is a—he's uh, petty. He is. He's super petty. He's super petty. You know what I mean, so you did all this to yourself. You know what, Mike? You know who Mike? You sold it. You sold. You uh, shared a, uh, a, a locker room. A locker room for over a decade. So you know what he is. You know what I mean? So don't act like you don't know. A lot of people act like. Don't act like you don't know. You know what I mean? You know what it is. You know what I mean? So then Mike went on this last dance. Listen, I want editorial, and as he should, editorial uh, over everything. Everything I say is going to be what it, and I'm yeah, going to have. That's the last yeah, word. I get the last word. Don't, don't I'm going to be a producer on it. Exactly. Okay. Don't, don't clip and, nothing that and, I say is okay. And he has right because Michael Jordan never really told his story up until that point. Yeah. It technically was a Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah. They probably had to pay that man for that stuff. You know what I mean? And it was entertaining. It was. But once after that, you got tight and stuff like that, and you start saying all this crazy stuff, you look like a clown. But And, and, and then... Mike's Mike, Mike's uh, son yeah. start start smashing as, out as he mom. should so send send the snipers out to get that wife because hey, we know your wife is out here in the streets she, she, she's out here knocked down by she, Meek Malik Beasley and, and Future and probably other people won't even know you uh-huh. know what I mean? so oh, son yeah. go out there and do your thing it, and put the rubber there. on don't get the well she probably can't get pregnant because she's pushing fifty you know what I mean? mm, so, nah, you know what I mean nah, but. Even me just hating on Scotty Pippen, I'm going to give Scotty Pippen some advice, bro. If you want to get over all this stuff and, uh, and and suppress all this stuff down, I need you to get on your phone and holler at Juanita. Ooh. We all know who Juanita is. Yes, we do. Yeah, we know why Juanita is Michael Jordan's ex-wife. The former. If you just want to keep it going, you know what I mean? You just want to keep it going. Hey, just just take the petty to the next level. And no one has said this on social media but me. So anybody... This, what's anybody that tries to say this after the fact... I'm Taylor said one. it first. No one has said T- this. Today is Sunday, June 11th, you know 2023. I mean? yeah, exactly. Not Corey Holcomb, not uh, Stephen A. Smith, not Shannon Sharp, not uh, Kayla Cam not, and, not and then Mace. Mace. You know what I mean? Taylor's the not, first not, one to say Taylor Scotty. is the first one to yeah, say it. Scotty, Scotty, hit up Juanita. Do your thing, man. Hit her up. Call her. Text her. Hey, what's going on? You know, I always thought you would fly back in the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just checking on you because I know you got all that money down there. I know you're sitting pretty clean right now. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, you know I mean, the, the Scotty's here for you. Yeah, you know I mean, matter of fact, don't even call me Scotty. Call me Scott. There you go. You know there you mean? go. And then that's it. You know what I mean, and then I then I respect that man. You know I mean, because right now I don't respect this boy at all. He's a goofy. He's a clown. He, and he looks like a he looks like a, a, a butt hurt tender. D- I don't like people like him. Like, I don't like people that's stressing over some old work. You're not with her no more. Yeah, she had your babies. Most of them are grown. Your son is in the back, is in the NBA right now. Facts. Have you not thought about it might affect his career? You know what I mean? Like you're because he had the same name as you. So, bro, you just gotta do, you just 
like I said, I just suggest get on your phone or get through the uh, the back channel or something like that. <laughs> Holla at Juanita. I don't I haven't seen her in years I, since the divorce. I didn't even see her during the divorce, but it's been well over a decade they've been divorced, and Mike has been remarried with the new girl, and they got two daughters, two sons, uh, they got twins, something like yeah. that. Holler at her. You know what I mean? They, they can rectify all this stuff. Steph exactly. Curry, parent did it last year. They, you know they, I mean? they was in a whole kind of mess. They still in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But, so, but you know. Bro, let's just let's, let's just get all the way down to the abyss, man. Just go down. And just I want to see this keep going, but I, he's Scottie Pippen's still a clown. Though, you know what I mean? But I need you to, to rectify this by hollering at Juanita. That's the only have you seen, have you heard was that. That's not really like a have you. That's just me just sounding off. Okay. But cool. a have you seen, have you heard was about Scottie Pippen. Holler at Juanita, brother. It, everything will work. She might say, she might say, you know what? Yeah, I go on a date. Yeah. Might be able to get it cracking. I was with that 80s. He's gonna put me to the curb and gamble and do all kinds of stuff and not give me no credit. Oh, okay. All right. Let me give it Scott. You never know. She might be vindictive. Mm. Everyone heard that song by uh, R. Kelly. Uh, a woman, what's it called? A, a woman's threat. <laughs> hey. Do your all thing, Scotty. All right. All right. What else have you seen? Have you heard? So getting up out of that, next up is the Common Sense Space. And our Common Sense Space topic this week is getting, is, is getting exposed the new trend. Because yeah. it seems like that's that's what's going on right now. Everybody's getting exposed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, that when you get exposed, that puts your name out there. All of a sudden, you're trending on Twitter, and everybody got your name in their mouth, and retweeting and commenting on it, and everybody got an opinion, so... That's, that's what's getting people lit. Mm. Personally, I, I think that's just a byproduct of where we're at right now as a society and, like, where the world is, just as far as, like, social media. Whenever something happens, people run to social media to talk about it or, or to comment on it or to find out about what's going on. So, um, plus people, uh, the biggest currency right now is attention. Yep. So... When people, when things happen to people like this chick that Zion was messing with, she's gonna go to Twitter and put it on blast and put up the screenshots of the Snapchat messages and all kind of stuff. She went hard for three days. Too. Exactly, because that's gonna bring her attention. That's gonna bring awareness <laughs> to her. Now all of a sudden, she can come out with a clothing brand or, or, or you know, what I'm saying whatever it is she wants to do, and it'll give her a little bit of a platform to stand on. That's the chick that at, is at, at that's least the momentarily chick that, is, that, that exposed Zion. That, that's like gonna exactly, be exactly, and that's that's what it is. So, uh, I mean, it's a fact. Yes, getting exposed is the new trend because that's what it is. Because social media is is such a big thing right now, and everybody can uh, do their thing on social media. You can put your news about what happened in your life on social media and put on blast your baby mom from the other side of town or your baby father. You know what I'm saying that's not doing his right thing, or you know what I'm saying the person that you just broke up with or whatever like that. And yeah, you know I'm saying the people in your circle will be talking about that person. That's just that's that's where we at with it. So Taylor, what do you think? Is is getting exposed the new trend? First of all, let me put this disclaimer out uh, before I go uh, uh, talk about what I'm gonna talk about. Uh, first of all, that phone, that people that put that phone up to your face and you do that crazy stuff where you cry or you uh, or, or you look crazy. First of all. Your breath probably smells. It's probably your breath probably stink. Mm. You probably got you got yellow teeth. You got mm. craters in your face. You got mm. blackheads in your nose. Mm. You probably got stuff. Stop holding that camera so close to your. You look crazy. Stop doing this, <laughs> please. No one cares about what you're going through and all that crying or whatever you're doing. Stop doing that, please. Back the camera up at least five feet from your. 
the face, please, because you're exposing yourself. You look crazy. Because if I see, I don't comment on Instagram, but the first thing I'm saying, yo, did you brush your teeth this morning before you like, I'm going to expose you. So that's exposure right there on yourself. When you just have no self-respect, you're just putting the camera to your face and just spewing out all types of nonsense. That don't nobody give a damn about your followers don't care, your family don't care, no one cares about what you're going through. Please Rex. stop doing that. It's please. That's annoying. Now we're gonna go to another level with people. Once they get um, they, something happens to them and they go right to social media and tell like like Tyrese. You know what I mean? Who talks about his wife never loved? We know this. Like you're you're a famous person. Don't know about. They all see you as as a lick. These chicks be lining you up, just like with Zion, just like with a Tyrese, just like with a lot of you guys out. They got a couple dollars. These chicks are looking for. It. Don't go to social media and try to uh, expose yourself. You're exposing yourself, man. You're making yourself look crazy. You're making yourself look weak, man. Just keep it. You got sometimes you got to take the L. I think I talked about this maybe two, three years ago. You did take talk the about L this and, and just and just keep it thoughts. moving. Stop sometimes exposing you yourself because no one cares, man. And I'm gonna talk to some of these females that I just saw something recently where like girls are going to like. Their, their, chi- their, their child's uh, graduation with like booty shorts on something like that. You're exposing yourself, man. Mm. What, are, what, what are we doing, man? Like, is there no respect out here? You have no respect for your parents. You don't have no respect for your children. You have no respect for your grandma. Don't your have no respect for your name. You don't have no respect for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you're out here exposing yourself. You're looking crazy, man. Like, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's it's just a whole bunch of like, uh, of just people, just, they don't have no, I guess you don't have no, res- no self-respect for yourself. You're out here exposing yourself. There's no no need to put your business out here and just and just and then it's on the internet forever and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you gotta stop this. We got a, another a clown. What's his name? Freddie Gibbs. He's got a a, a, a porn star pregnant, and now mm. she's on camera getting thrusted by other men on couches. Mm, yeah, I heard about that. I didn't see. And now they calling you. And now they calling you Freddie Gibbs because you. Oh, no. <laughs> people, why are you exposing yourself, man? Yeah, they calling you Freddie Gibbs, man. Like. It's, <laughs> Why? Why is this happening for, man? Why are you exposing yourself? Do you have no respect for yourself, man? Do you love yourself, man? Do you look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm the man, and I'm not going to let this blase blah stuff go down. I'm going to handle this like a man. Damn. You're going to go on on these phones and just expose yourself. Please stop this, man. This is getting this is getting disgusting, man. I talked about it last year with the guy with the um with the camera bringing the food for the kids. You're exposing oh, yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. man. Like like now they said they said it was a, a, a it was a, not real, but you're still exposing yourself, man. You're looking crazy. Like people gonna look at you like that's what you really did. Like you kind of corny like stop doing stop exposing yourself man, man. Like, this is, it's, it's actually getting sad man y'all need to start going to church man <laughs> that's what i need to start doing go to church man you need some jesus the church, no one's in the church no more everyone's out here trying to get uh trying to be the next star y'all need to go to church man i'm literally about to start preaching the gospel on the show like mm. i'm really because it's starting to get like sad right now y'all disrespecting god man. It's, I, that's it's, what, it's real dark out here yeah y'all are looking crazy out here stop exposing yourself no one cares about what you're going through stop it man like it's just it's crazy the, the, the camera up to the face that's disgusting man i think that's gross it makes me want to throw up it makes me want to throw my phone in some mud or something like that like y'all y'all are crazy back the camera up from your face man. or brush your teeth wash your face get the crust out your eyes get a lineup <laughs> or something because you look crazy and the females too you got the face you got the camera up in your face too. you got crow's face in, in, your, in your eyes you look disgusting got the lace front looking crooked yeah come on man stop it man you look crazy back baby the- Jumping off, off your face. No one cares, man. Your, your dreads are nappy. I know a lot of people that do this stuff and you look crazy. Back that camera up and stop exposing yourself. That's what I, what I mean. When I hear about exposing yourself, you're doing it to yourself. Some people are not even exposed. You're exposing yourself. Stop yeah. exposing yourself, man. Please, man. Back in the day, exposing yourself was like you was out like butt-ass naked or something like that. 
nowadays you're exposing yourself on the camera and you look like a like an idiot. You're like a, like a fool. You're not exposing yourself physically. You're exposing yeah. yourself internally. Internally, stop doing this, man. No, it's like please stop it, man. That's that's pretty much what I wanted to get off my chest because I'm just seeing over the past like while a month we haven't been here, all I've seen people just expose themselves and they just have no. Have you have no shame? I mean, do you not care about what what, what you Because I know after a while, no one cares. But like, you just have no shame. There's people out here that just don't put nothing on. Just out here looking crazy. Yeah, I mean, salute to uh, what's my man? He just lost his wife. He didn't go on camera and start crying and stuff oh, like that. Oh, DC, young fly. DC, yeah, man. yeah. He didn't go out and expose himself. He spent some time with his kids, and he did what he had to do. Yeah, I mean, he didn't expose himself going camera. <laughs> oh my God, he, no one does that, man. Even PNB Rock, he exposed himself. He got himself killed. Stop exposing yourself. Yeah. It's actually like it's it's actually an epidemic of people exposing themselves. Please stop doing this, man, because it could be deadly. That's a fact. Yeah. Have some self decorum or something like that, man. Jesus. Have some chill. Man, just relax, man. Put so, your damn phone down. So E, you you have anything you want to add to uh to our common sense topic? Is getting exposed the new trend? Attention is the new trend. Whether you get exposed or not is irrelevant at this time, because it's. Everything has just become a part of the culture. Whether you're exposed, whether you're exposing somebody, whether somebody's exposing you, it doesn't matter because they can expose you for this now and then they're going to expose you for that tomorrow. And it just goes on and on and on. And right now we're just building a nation of idiocracy and people with short tension spans because you know what being exposed doesn't matter because it's only going to trend for a short amount of time before no one even cares they're gonna be like oh yeah that happened the other day oh he got exposed for that who cares it's like at this point everybody knows takashi 69 is a snitch but whether he is or not right now is irrelevant because it's old news he he got it, but he still got some sort. He could bring still bringing in some sort of revenue. I don't know if it's the same, but you know, I mean, that's unfortunately, phones and tablets have become the new god. Facts. That's just what it is, and this is why you see what's happening to us is happening. While we have children running our country, while we have children running our streets running the streets to the point where they're out of control because if you read if you read if you read the good book no this is just what happens when when you constantly just give god the finger and that's what they doing and and they and, and they're they're worshiping each other and worshiping whatever they see online that's why you don't have talent anymore it's about in, it's about who's an influencer yeah it's about likes and and, and who's got the most followers who, who, can, most be, who can influence until they get exposed for whatever happened and then they just gonna find the next influencer so who can you know what that's who a cares fact, man. you better sad, raise yours right it's a sad situation it's a little sad state of affairs that that's the world we live in you better raise but, um, yours right and keep them out of this cesspool of, of idiocracy. But um, I remember, I'm saying, I I grew up in a time where you didn't want to get be exposed. No, like that was the like, cool like, thing. Like, like, that, if like you that was not the move. You yeah. didn't want to get put on blast about something. Yeah, that was the cool thing when like you knew like somebody 
had it, but they didn't put it out there. Like, oh, that's cool, man. My man Damn. got a wife. He got a kid. He riding around the Cadillac. But you don't know, like, what you don't know what they do. But you know that they that they good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, what's going on, Mister So and So? But they they stuff was not out there. Yeah. Now it's like the complete opposite. Everyone has to be. Uh, everybody has uh, to put all these stuff on Front uh, Street and exactly. have everybody know how they live. Yeah. yeah, I be at work and I be hearing people talking about other people's business. Like what? Why do, why do y'all care? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to. Oh, yeah, I want to. I know all this information, stuff like that. Like, I don't want. I don't want to know everybody's. I really don't. I don't I, either. I'd rather not know what the hell is going on because then I'm going to expose you. Probably. You know this, 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 this female came up to me at work the other day and told me about these other two people that smashing at work, mm. and she was like, "Why is everybody here?" You know what I'm saying, getting down. And I was like, "I don't know. I didn't know nothing about none of that." Yeah, exactly. I don't like know that. as far as that goes. I, I don't keep my ear to that. I'm, I'm not worried about that. If it, if it ain't concerning me and mine, then you, you can keep that. She, she's exposing people. <laughs> she, she's exposing herself. Exposing herself. Exactly. She, she's in the way. She's mm-hmm. in the middle of the mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that, right. that, that's what people like to do nowadays. They like yeah, to expose man. themselves. And like to be in the mess. Yeah. Keep it away from me. Yeah. And that's what I told her. I said, I stay away from the mess. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know what, Mike? That's what I like about you. Well, they be that, telling that's me what it is. they tell me stuff in my job. I know, but I be like, no, nah, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Like I, I play dumb. Like I, I never heard of that. <laughs> that's news to me, and I be knowing. I don't want, I don't want to be on that gossip stuff. Get out of here. Yeah, man. All right. Well, it is time for our third edition of Top Five. We don't usually do three, but this week, that's what it is. And we will be listing off this week our top five childhood crushes. So it's a little more lighthearted. I'm saying this is taking us back to our our very early years of life, uh, single digits and teens. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's what it's gonna be. So I'll start off with my number five, uh, and her, her her name is Tiffany Thiessen. Mm. She played Kelly Kapowski on the '90s show Saved by the Saved Bell, Bell. Mm. and uh, she 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 had my eyes all over her. Mm. She, she she was something growing up. She, she was the cheerleader on the on the head cheerleader on the team, and you know what I'm saying she, everything that that happened on the show that was female related. She was kind of like the the forefront of that mm. on that particular show. You was ready. You was ready to do a Zion. You said, "Baby, I'll pay for it." Hey, listen, <laughs> with her if she was showing at the crib, like, "What's up?" I'll give you whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And, and on the same note as Tiffany Thiessen, salute to, salute to Lark Voorhees. Mm. She 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 ain't make the list. But but she 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 was always right. Mm, I saw her recently, man. She looks horrible. Yeah, she she like she had that little. Chemistry I didn't watch thing. that. What's her name? Lisa or something? Le- Lisa Turtle. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't watch her. I mean, only the literally the first time I saw her was on the episode of Martin. I never knew who she was. Okay, yeah, yeah. But she was doing a you know remember the guest spot for his girlfriend that one. Uh huh. Like season two. Yeah, that's the first time I saw her. I didn't knew nothing about Saved by the Bell until I was like older. So. Must have slipped past me. Yeah, Ke- Kelly Kapowski and Lisa Turtle. I used to watch that on Saturday mornings, and uh, yeah, that 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 was my joint. Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. And Screech, he's taking a dirt nap now. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wrap for Screech. Okay. He's been out of here for a little while. Everybody <laughs> else is still with us. Everybody's but, still here. But, but Screech checked out. All right. All right. So what you got for your number five? Uh, my number five is um. We'll go with a white girl. We'll go with Christina Christina Applegate. We'll go with Okay. From, uh, from, uh, what was she? she I didn't really she, watch, she's um, a lot of stuff. I didn't really watch, um, uh, Married with Children. That wasn't really my field. And on honesty, my parents, 
parents that they were, they weren't, they would not allow me to watch that. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. You know what I mean, salute to my parents for not letting me watch trash. Not know? like, but, good, not letting me watch everything. Yeah, but but my but the first time I saw her was in the movie. Uh, uh, Don't tell mom the babysitter dead. I was like, man, this chick is is bad. You know what I mean? So oh, in gosh. the movie. Uh, the babysitter died. Now she's a grown ass seventeen year old girl, but I think at the time she may have been like nineteen or something like that. And but she played like a sixteen, seventeen year old girl, and she had to go get a job at like, like a real job, a corporate job during the summertime to make ends meet while she's taking care of her brothers and sisters. She ended up doing it while her mom was overseas someplace, and uh, that's where I was like, man, I really, I was, I was, I was into her. Like I was like, man. So then I started to follow a career, and I would check in on Mary with her every once in a while. But I think it got canceled, and she started doing movies, and of course she went on to do with. Uh, Farrell and the uh, Anchorman. I thought she was very, very good yep. playing off Anchorman because sometimes it's kind of hard being a female lead in a comedy movie. You can kind of mess it up. I thought she did a really good job throwing yep. the computer at his head and stuff like that. Typewriter, type yeah. Yes, yeah, so I've always Hitting been in uh, the back with the, with, with the antenna. Yeah, antenna. Yeah, I thought she did a. Uh, I, I always always liked her Christine Applegate. You know what I mean, I think she was just in one of those uh, Eminem commercials. Was it uh, during Super Bowl? Was it last year or this year? So she's still around. She's not doing as much. I think she's married right now with kids. But that was when I was a young boy, I used to really. Really be into the uh, you know I was down with the squirrel back in those days. I'm uh-huh. old enough. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd have took it down. That's my number five. Okay, all right. Well, at number four, being that this is you know a sports show in the spirit of that, I got to go to a, a big sports crush I had, and that was a uh, Shamika Holesclaw. Uh-huh. When I was a young boy, she played for the Washington Mystics. When, uh, when the WNBA first started, because I remember, I think it first started back in like 04, 03, 05, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And it was only like a handful of teams. Yeah, the Braves and everything. Yeah, yeah, but she she was bad, man. Mm-hmm. Little brown skin, yeah. uh, tall John. She got busy on the court. She yeah. would play ball. And uh, yeah, that, that that was where my head was at at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted some, some some of that. Yeah, okay. But yeah, Shamiko Whole Squad was at work. Tell what you got for your number four. She's a bit of a, a nut job right now, but back in the day, in the early, in the, in the mid '90s, right in that middle peak, in that '95, '96, uh, Taylor was a big fan of uh, Garcelle. Boo, boo, how you say her name? Bavu, Bavu, yeah. Fancy from from Jamie Foxx, man. Francesca Monroe. Francesca Monroe. She had them nice ass legs, man. Uh, I think she's from Trinidad or she's from Haiti. She's from Haiti, but I just I was into her, man. I remember, and I remember. So first she was in um, Coming to America. She was one of the rose peddlers. Yes, yeah, but was. then after a while, um, I think I forget what show she was on, but she wasn't on it for that long. And then she showed up in the R. Kelly video. Mm, yeah, Keep the it down, down low. low. Yeah, mm, she was looking like a snack in that joint. Mm. And R. Kelly risking it all <laughs> mm-hmm. for Mr. Big's girl. Beautiful, you are. Oh man, and then and then maybe right after that video came out, the very next month or two, she was on Jamie Foxx show, and I was like, now nah, I get to watch this chick for the next couple of seasons, and I just loved the the, the her and Jamie Foxx playing off each other stuff like that. I was a big. I, she, she looked good, man. That, that yeah. man, she was a, a good-looking woman, and she used to hide a lot of it because she had like a nice little body, so she had to hide it. You know what I mean? But she's a good-looking woman. Right now, she's a little bit of a, a, a crazy person. She was saying stuff a couple years ago, kind of trying to make people. She seemed like she was a victim, and then she. Well, she, she's I one of the real housewives now. Yeah, I think she snitched on Denzel. So I'm like, did Denzel no, try to? No. Yes, yeah, she was oh, doing yeah, that yeah, weirdo yeah. She, stuff. She, she did say yeah, Denzel she, tried to. Try, try to make a, a pass yeah, at her, like pass something, her like, or something like that. Ago, like, and she, and she, like he was trying to fly her out somewhere or something like that. She I don't, don't want to hear all that snitching <laughs> right now. Because now it seems like you're going through your glory years now. Just be discreet and just be like, hey, man, I was always a good-looking girl. People was after me. Because she was married uh, to a black guy 
first before she married. I think she married a white guy right after Jamie Foxx show and had two okay. more kids. Okay. You know what I mean? But I, I just thought she was just very, very attractive, man. And there was like a little bit of an elegance where now she's just like a, a goofy weirdo, right? Mm. But back in the 90s, Taylor was into uh, Francesca uh, Monroe, a.k.a. Garcelle Bouva. I think Bouva, Bouvess. Well, I don't know how to say her name. It starts with a B. Yeah, Gar- Garcelle. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Maybe we'll, th- we'll throw a picture up there. But, you no. know, but yeah, she looked good. Though. Yes. Okay. All right. So at number three on my list, I'm gonna take it to another uh, definitely childhood situation. I remember this show when it first came on, uh, the, the absolute first edition of it, Power Rangers. Yeah. And uh, she was the original Pink Ranger, mm. Amy Joe Johnson. Amy Joe Johnson. I remember. Right. Yeah. Okay. She went on to be on, uh, I think the show's called Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. And she was riding on that show for, for a couple of seasons. Um, she, she had some issues going on recently because they was coming out with some kind of Power Rangers reunion. And she wasn't involved. The movie was terrible. I tried yeah, to watch like I, 15 I, minutes. I said, I, I can't watch. I, I, I haven't seen it either. I've been out of Power Rangers for, for a very long time. I tried. I said, I got to turn this crap off. This is horrible. <laughs> but, uh, rinky dinks. But yeah, and I remember back in the day, she she was super cute. Uh, she, she took off that pink helmet, and I, I was all about it. So, uh, Amy Jo Johnson was, was that work for your boy back in the day, the, 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 the original Pink Ranger mm-hmm. from Power Rangers. Yeah, I got you. Taylor, what you got at number three? Oh, man. I mean, she's still around. She's still acting. She still looked good, man. And uh, Taylor had a crush on uh, Lauren Velez from New York Undercover. Mm. And right now... Yeah. It, it was a tie. It was a little bit of a tie between Hispanic. I was either going to go with her or Melissa Del Sosa, but I had to go with no, Melissa Del Sosa from the best man. I always thought she looked good. But okay. Lauren Velez was just, she was looking good, man. She looks good now as an older woman right now on us. Well, she was in power. She got killed off. But um, she looked, man. I, oh, wait, I was, who, who's she playing power? She was the the, the, the mom, the, 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 the Hispanic guy's uh, mom. The, the court, what was it, the Cortez or the Castillo's? Remember the mom? Remember and then oh they, oh she, oh so she was in the most recent joint. Yeah, the last she power. She got power killed off recently ghost. when they got killed in the store. Yeah, she yeah, she uh, was up in the bar. Yeah. And she, yeah, yeah, she. I got you. I was a big fan of her back in the '90s, man. And then after New York Condor got canceled, or whatever, she went on to be on Oz, like hosting. And while she's doing it, she's not dressed like skimply. She's just using her face, and I just was like really into her face. Yeah. I just thought she was just a just like a uh, just a. I just thought she was like a beautiful young. Well, she was young at the time. I think she's older. Well, she, of course she's older right now. But I just I was really enter i just because she wasn't really trying to be sexy i mean but i just she just gave it off like i i thought she was just always cute always had a big crush on lauren velez man okay i always thought she looked better than j-lo j-lo's trash i mean just just lauren velez it it looks way better than than, because j-lo had work done please don't do that i I, I, I will not be stepping out on that i know yeah yeah yeah. this is me this is me i know a lot of y'all y'all would do anything y'all would kill your mother to get with j-lo i wouldn't even (laughs) touch j-lo but lauren velez she still look good right now if i bumped into I would try even though she's older right now I would try to holler you know what I mean so mm. Lauren Velez from New York on the cover Oz and just this past season of uh, 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 Power uh, Ghost you know what I mean I was I was, a, I was I was a fan when I was a young boy watching um uh, watching New York on the cover I wouldn't even be, when, when she got shot I was pissed off I said y'all she better live the next season oh, she got no. shot she got shot in the bank and, uh, and uh, my, my man uh, uh, what's the what's the Hispanic boy name was it, was it what's his name Rodriguez Gonzalez, I forget his name. He had to come save her. You know, then he proposed okay. to her in a wheelchair. You know? Okay. Yeah. Eddie Dominguez. There it is. Yeah. Eddie Dominguez had to come save her. Eddie Dominguez. Yeah, that's what Eddie Dominguez. That, that, that was his name. No, Eddie Dominguez is from Bad Boys. Eddie Dominguez was was what's his name name in, in New York on the cover. Uh huh. Well, it, it goes both ways then. I don't think that guy. I think his last name was Dominguez. Hold on, man. I'll, I'll 
Google it right now. I, I, I promise Eddie Dominguez was, was was definitely the bull's name from Bad Boys. Well, I'm a, you Google while he, I he, he, he was the bull that got shot because uh, he, he was the inside connect. He, he was the former cop that put them down with how to get in to get the, the, uh, steal that heroin. But all right, I'm going to slide on to number two. And I'm going to go on record by saying as far as like hollering at or like attraction or like uh, crush-wise, I've never been overly big on twins. But with these particular twins, I can tell the difference between the two. And I just kind of like one a little better than the other. Uh, and they, they was on TV. Eddie Torres, I got his name. Okay, okay. <laughs> they, they, they was on TV all the time growing up when I was a young boy because they came out with the, the hit show, Sister, Sister. But uh, Tamara Mallory, I, I just always had something for Tamara. You like t- t- Tamara, but not Tia. I like Tamara a little bit better than Tia. Mm. And Tia was on TV longer because Tia was on the game. She was girl Melanie. Yeah, Tamara, um, you know what? I'll probably have to agree with you because Tamara, Tamara's a little bit more thicker. Yeah, I, I, Tia I, looks good. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Tia looks good. Yeah, I mean, and Tamara's but, into into the white man. You know what I mean? That might give her some points down. But <laughs> I think she does. I think she does have Tia by a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I just had a little bit more of a crush on Tamara than yeah, Tia. Tamara, I thought Tamara was better too. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I uh, thought I thought I was the only one that noticed that. But yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. She she made the list at number two, so she she was almost at the top of the mountain. Mm. Taylor, what you got for your number two? Uh, I'm not even going to talk about this one. Kim Fields. Taylor was number two. Uh, Kim Fields from Living Single. Regine from Living Single. Now, it was a bit of a tie. Tootie from, uh, from, from, from The Facts of Life. Yeah, because I like Queen Latifah, too, but I kind of had to give it to, uh, I had to give it to Kim Fields, man, because Kim Fields is just, I just thought she was beautiful. I'm she sorry. Was, I, I don't tell them use that word beautiful that often, you know what I mean? But that short haircut, yeah. she was kind of short. I'm not really into yeah, short kinda, chicks, kinda, but. Kind of short and thick. She, she was mm. good. Man, she looked good, man. Like mm. I said, she was co- she was covering it up because she's uh, she, well, she was she was working with a lot. Yeah. I have not watched the new show with her and Mike Epps on uh, Netflix yet. I haven't you know, tuned into that. But she's, uh, but she's still, you know, doing her thing. But Taylor was a big fan of Living Single Regime, man. I was, man, man. I was, I was into that, man. I remember she got called on the roof with um, who was she on the roof with? Was it the bull? Was it the bull from um from um Juice? She was on the roof getting it in. You know what I mean, up, up oh, the covers, oh, oh. and the mom walked upstairs <laughs> and she got caught. You know what I mean? So I, I remember yeah, that show back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it was that guy. She always, the you know, they all, they, yeah, they all have different boyfriends every episode. So Raheem. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Kim Fields was she was the truth, man. Not a lie. I mean, no she, doubt. She, she was always bad. That's my number two right there. I'll definitely co-sign that one. Yeah. So at number one, uh, closing out my list, I'm going to take it to another uh, 90s classic TV show. Uh, she played the little sister slash little cousin. I'm sure that my list is not the only list that she's on. She got shouted out in the song by J. Cole. Uh, but that's the, the lovely and very talented Miss Tatiana Ali. Oh, yeah, Tatiana Ali. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's number one. And even after the Fresh Prince, she went on to, to uh, you know, acting in, in Hallmark movies and, and uh you know, things like that. So she was still working. She was still active. Yep. Still out here grinding and getting it. So Was in the last season of Bel Air, she was a teacher. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you want to see her currently, she still looked good. She was um, I'm sure she does. a teacher in the, uh, one, of the, one of the schools that the kids went to. She was a teacher that got fired. Okay, okay. But yeah, I definitely got to salute her as, as my number one childhood crush. Mm. Uh, my turn yet? Yeah, Taylor was for number one. I'm just fantasizing, man, because I remember when I was a young boy back in like 19, this is maybe 1990, 1991, and the first time I saw 
this is an ensemble of female, but you know what I mean. Uh, I, I was in love. I, I was head over heels uh, by, uh, I'm just going to say all their names. Dawn, Cindy, uh, Maxine, and Terry Ellis in vogue. I'm sorry. Mm. Four dimes. Mm. <laughs> you don't get four dimes anymore. Like, Destiny Child, I was like, maybe two of them. I mean, it was all right. You know what I mean? Then you had other groups. They were all dimes. I'm sorry, man. And then when that episode of the Wayne Brother, when Marlon went crazy, yeah. I was like, nigga, I'm feeling you because I'd have did the same thing. I'd have been dry. <laughs> and it was funny. You could see them laughing because he was going too crazy. Yeah. I'd have probably did the same thing because that's how beautiful I thought they were. Their music was very, very good, too. Um, and my parents were fans of their music, too. But I just really, really was into Dawn. Uh, Cindy, Cindy, Cindy was in um, was in Juice. You know what I mean? Uh, with with, with um, Omar Epps' character. You know what I mean? Oh, that, uh, was, that was his girl. Yeah, yeah the that, nurse joint. The nurse joint. Yeah. Okay. She, yeah, that was her. Maybe her only acting job. Yeah. She looked good back then. Yeah. She she oh, was the bomb in that yeah, movie. Yeah, man. And Dawn Robinson. She's a cuckoo bird right now too. But but Maxine was the short one. She she was thick. You know, what mm, I mean? like the, Terry Ellis. Short hair. Yeah, yeah. And then mm, Terry yeah, Ellis. She, she, she probably she she's not she's like at, she's not the bottom, but. She looks just as good as all of them and stuff like that. Now they got a new group right now with, uh, I think it's just Cindy and, and Terry okay. and the girl from the Jamie Foxx show that was singing at the end. Remember Nicole? She, that's the group right now. Then okay. they're going to be at the parks in like a couple months or something like that. Mm, mm. I, I ain't going to see that. I, I got to go see all four of them. But, you know, of course, girl groups, they break up. You know what I mean? Yeah. A couple of them got married and stuff like that. So, salute to them for actually getting married and, you know, taking care of their kids and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, Taylor was a big fan of all four members of, of En Vogue. Hold on to your love. I remember all that stuff. Man. I, remember, I remember all them albums. Free your mind. <laughs> Don't let go. En Vogue was the truth. Oh, my goodness. All four of them. You, you better be lucky I wasn't uh, of age back in those days. Ooh. I'd have found them. All right, all this, right. This, this is before social media. I'd have found them. <laughs> all dimes out of Oakland. All right. Well, e, do you have a, uh, a top five childhood crushes you want to throw in, or just I got a, couple a top names? three? Okay. Shoot. Vanity, vanity, vanity. Mm. Vanity was the truth. Vanity from the Last Dragon. Mm. Apollonia, truth. because you got to see her breast. This is mm, purple rain. She's mm. a purple, purple rain, or was she another prince? Movie? Purple rain. Vanity oh, was the truth. When she jumped in that water. Yeah. Purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. I watched the other Prince movie too. Was it Other than Cherry Moon? I watched mm. this. Was it a sequel to? I don't know. Supposed why. to be. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. But Purple Rain's a classic. And my last one <sighs> Lisa Bonet. Okay. Mm, you was a Lisa Bonet fan. I remember oh a lot of people God. liked her. Now, don't get me wrong. Lisa Bonet was bad. Yeah, but uh, she 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 didn't quite make the list. I'm sorry, but you you just got to see what what I see. She's yeah. next level. I got you. She next level. I, I can't knock it. I wouldn't argue against it. A young Erica Badu scares me with demise. Yeah. Uh, uh. And uh. I wouldn't mind being the sandwich between uh, Jill Scott and Jasmine Sullivan. You have you have said that many times. Well, not many times, but a couple times before. I was older when I started. Like I said, I was I was an older man. You know what I mean, by the time I saw Jill Scott, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was maybe sixteen, maybe seventeen. You know what I mean, yeah, but Jill Scott can always. She's always gonna make my list. I don't care if she pokes her lips out and stuff like that, makes the man. I don't I don't care. I, I can tame her. I had a and couple. J- of- J- Jasmine Sullivan Jasmine got this Sullivan Phyllis too. Hyman thing got going on. She she. Like I used to like me some Phyllis Hyman. I I was young, but I mm-hmm. thought she was badass. I got a couple honorable mentions. 
when I first saw Desperado, I fell in love with Salma Hayek. Yeah, I remember you talked about her. Yeah, she, she, oof. still to this day, she's bad. I, I follow her on IG, and she, she's older. She was still catching. And then uh, she was, uh, she competed in the Olympics one year, uh, and I remember it was really big. But Dominique Dawes. Ah, she, she was super thick. She, she was the move, too. Dominique Dawes. Ooh, the truth. Me and my homies used, used to, oh, man. Yeah, I think that was like the 2000 Olympics. We yeah. Was, we was into her. Wherever you are now, whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Salute from Mike. Oh, I, I just got three. I'm just going to name them all in a row. Uh, Lisa Ray, Ananda Ooh. Lewis, and uh, I don't know what it was, but Taylor had a, had a thing for uh, for Paula J. Parker. You know what I mean? <laughs> just yeah. Three, yeah. Yeah. What? Was Paula J. Parker was kind of bad. Paula J. Parker bad at, yo. Yeah, had the wide that, mouth. That, that was the one from uh, Friday. Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who the f you go to the show with? Like, I was, yeah, yeah. I always just, I just liked her. She just looked like she do some nasty. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, she's a cuckoo bird too. She's she's crazy. You know what I mean, but yeah, and Lisa Ray, I was in the Lisa Ray. You know what I mean, and uh, she looked Diamond. weak in the bed. Who? Lisa Ray. She was in the movie in the bed. What movie was that? No, no, no I he, just he said, just she said just she looks she, like she, she, she might like be she weak don't got in no the bed. Game in the bed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just. Something about she's just like real rugged, but I think I could tame her. And Ananda Lewis from <laughs> Ananda Lewis from Teen Summit, I was always into Ananda Lewis. She's still out here doing the thing. I like how you stuck that in on low. I could tame her. <laughs> Some of these chicks ain't been with no real cats, man. They need a cat like me. I t- hey, man, shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth and stop talking. That's wait, wait, That stuff you got to say, not to all the chicks. I'm just saying to some of these. Man, shut your damn mouth, man. I, I, I do got to throw Regina Hall in, 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 uh, yeah, in I was, the mix, too. I was older. Because when I, when I got on Regina Hall, that was when I first seen uh, you was couple, Yeah, you a couple years younger than me. Yeah, I got yeah. You. And I, I, I was like maybe like 14, 15 when I first seen Paid in Full. And she, she that was, the first time you saw her? I believe. Yeah, the first time I saw her was in Paid in Full. You didn't see her in Best Man when she was shaking that doo-doo maker? I never saw Best Man growing up. Bro, I, I didn't see that till way after the fact. Better watch Best Man Tonight, brother, because she was. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, I, I know what she was looking like in it. I just didn't see it back then. A snack and a half, man. Yeah, I was like, damn, who? Is and, and she was like mad, understated, and paid in full. Like she was wearing like t-shirts and jeans and stuff like that. But I just thought she was real cute. Go, go, go to Best Man. She was. It was. It was all. Oh, no, it, it was the opposite. Net. Yeah, she was. She was, she, she was the stripper in, in Best Man, right? Exactly. Yeah. The one that my man with the dress was trying to get with, right? Booty was out. And yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Looking, looking like a young, like a young stallion. He, uh-huh. he, he was trying to turn the home into the housewife. Yeah. And I was older when I saw her. I was like maybe nineteen. Oh no. That movie came out in '98. Was it '99? I was a little older. Yeah, I mean, yeah but yeah, uh, yeah. She's yeah, she's she's always a a classic. I mean, classic. And oh, and I, and I like the uh, R.I.P. to uh, Brittany Murphy. I, I, I like her included. I, I thought she kind of stole the movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, I never never was really into Stacey. Dash. I thought I thought she was trash. Mm. Brittany Murphy outshined both of them. You ain't bang with Stacey Dash and no, more money. I never really like. I, did, I never thought she was like. I, I just looked at her like, all right. She, but I never. I'm not. I'm jumping out the window for both. Oh wait, wait, wait! You you hopping up with Britney's? She is uh, like as Taylor said, she's a cuckoo bird now. But I had a, a, a mad crush on Britney Spears. Too. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, Britney Spears was was super dope when, when I was a young girl. When she first came out, she, she was the move. I remember when I was in high school, she came out. All the white boys loved her. Oh my God, Taylor, Britney! Who? Yeah, she. she and was, I saw. I was like, nah, she's. All right. She was hitting them notes. <laughs> she she ain't, she ain't never had no body, but. When she, I look she, at Britney, she just was all right. When I'm looking at Britney, it's that 50 Cent when she was performing the VMAs. I'm, I'm, I'm giving her that look. That, that's the funniest look I've ever seen. 50 Cent. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. 
Yeah, that's why I look what yeah, but yeah. Now that's just some back in the day when you when you you were a kid. Yeah, you, yeah. A young man coming up in the game, you don't know what's going on. Coming of age, you just see these chicks on TV and the movies, or you yeah. hear them in the songs, and you're like, oh, she's bad. I want that. Yeah. You like yeah. T- you like 12, 13 years old. Like, I want all that. Exactly. Yeah. Knowing damn well you can't handle nothing. Uh-huh. You ain't got hair on your little on your, on your little nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet, bet. Well, that's going to do it for our third and final edition of Top 5. And we're going to close out this week's episode with Mike's Minutes. And my message to y'all this week is to just, as you're going through your day-to-day, you're going through your daily grind, your Monday through Friday, or, you know, whatever your shift is, 9 to 5, first shift, second shift, third shift, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Don't get too caught up in the day-to-day stuff that you're doing every day and and putting your head down and and grinding it out and paying your bills and getting your checks and stuff like that to to enjoy your life. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to look up and and enjoy the little little sunshine or enjoy the the, the nice blue sky or or, or the pond that you happen to drive by or walk by or uh, the, the, the person that asks you questions unnecessarily at work but just wants to know how you doing. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, uh, get too caught up in your day-to-day hustling, bustling, you're coming and going to enjoy your life. Because once this thing is over, it's over. And nobody knows when it's going to be. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week, next month. You get 10 more years, 15 more years. You never know how it's going to play. But, um, yeah, just... just And that's that's something I say to y'all and I say to myself at the same time. Because I, I had to do that with myself last week. You know, I, I was just... I, I had a lot going on. Uh, the position I had in work was, was very rough, very stressful, and I actually ended up taking a step back from that position and uh, and, and and moving on to something else or moving back to something else. Um, it has been working for me a lot better since. I've been a lot more clear-headed, a lot less stressed out, and uh, just been able to, to enjoy um, my life a little bit more. So that's, that's my message to y'all, and it's, it's a personal one this week. Just... Make sure that you're not getting too caught up in your life and your bills and your kids and your job and everything like that to take a couple moments out to enjoy yourself every now and again. So that's going to do it for us. Episode 101. We appreciate all of our loyal fans and listeners that are still checking in with us and checking for us. Look out for uh, Sleepers for You on Twitter and IG that's S-L-E-E-P-I-S the number 4-Y-O-U look out for audio episodes on Apple Podcasts Spotify iHeartRadio TuneIn Radio Stitcher Podbean Samsung Podcast Player FM Google Podcast uh, we should be back with y'all next week with another episode as we are moving into the summer uh, it's gonna be probably getting a little more away from sports uh, unless we decide to venture into baseball a little bit more but just historically that's not something that we've really discussed a whole lot so we'll see how it goes but uh you know definitely keep checking in keep linking with us um we appreciate y'all support and y'all listens y'all comments y'all y'all uh you know all your kind words and, and messages and everything like that keep it up keep uh spreading the word about what we got going on tell anything else you got for the people uh, at the late great Don Cornell used to say, "Love, peace, and soul." All right, E. Keep your head on the swivel. It's getting warm, and the knuckleheads are coming. Watch your back. All right, good people. Well, y'all have a good week. 